0: Hello and welcome to Journey Through Limbo um, This is episode 7 of our great journey through the land of limbo um, My name is Jason or Justy on all the MCP um, discords and Facebook um, I have my co-host with me, Brian Brian, how are you today?
1: Uh, I was in Cleveland a couple days ago and And, you know, I'm sure you've seen that YouTube video, like the fake Cleveland tourism commercial, where where all the jokes about how Cleveland sucks and it's depressing and disgusting. Uh, it's all true. It's all true. Yeah, that um, tracks. Yeah, I like. There's the one joke where they only have two tall buildings. That's actually accurate. I couldn't believe it. I thought they were joking. Uh, but no. Uh, the problem is that I'm such a dirty, greasy punk. Is that like I saw that the majority of the outskirts of Cleveland are covered in train yards and I was like oh that's cool oh it's super cool man
0: dang well you told me last week that you had tickets to Letterkenny Live and I was really hyped for you and then later on in the day you said oh I can't get lunch because I'm going to Cleveland and then I put two and two together and I was no longer as hyped for you and was like man I'm glad I'm not going to Letterkenny Live because I don't want to go to freaking Cleveland
1: oh man like the show was actually really great but they kept doing those like uh local pandering quips what like they were talking trash about the university of michigan and being like uh oh who's that guy that who's that qB for the browns
0: uh baker mayfield Baker mayfield is the new one
1: so. whatever they were they were talking about baker mayfield and they're like oh there's a there's a guy that I don't know. Uh, like, everything went straight over my head because I don't know sports.
0: Right. But it was but they were candy, like... So it was great.
1: So. Yeah, they are like, get a load of those idiots in the University of Michigan. And everybody was like, boo, I don't like those people. And I'm like, oh, I guess they really don't like those people.
0: <laughs> Brian just stands up and yells, go big blue. And that's why Brian has a black eye. Oh.
1: I don't... Yeah, I, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> anyway. So, um... Let's uh, let's talk for a second, Brian. We had a sec- we had a, a few minutes this week to look at some of our analytics, and the podcast is doing yeah. surprisingly well for as young as it is. Um, and I think that it's it's great that um, so many of you are listening. Um, we would love to hear some feedback from you all, so please um, send us either an email at jtlcast at gmail uh, Please follow us on Twitter at jtlcast or and or um, please feel free to go to whatever your podcast platform is and please give us a five star rating so that the algorithms that will help bounce us towards the top of when people search for Marvel Crisis Protocol, it helps us show up more. Um, but cool. yeah, yeah, we're, we're starting to get some feedback. We're starting to I don't know. This feels like a real podcast, Brian.
1: Yeah, uh I wanted to take a moment to uh do a I wanted to shout out the one person living in, uh the one person who's listening in Mexico. And uh and just for them, just for them I went on Google Translate and uh here we go. Bienvenido, viajar a través del limbo. That was uh,
0: That was impressive. Um, yeah,
1: uh, you know, three years of Spanish in high school do do you wonders?
0: Well, that that, that was impressive. I guess that's what happens yeah. when you pay attention in Spanish class. Um,
1: uh, I didn't pay. I didn't pay attention. Oh
0: well, I definitely didn't. So uh, anyway, uh, so we're we're going back and forth here, and we're keeping our guest in silence, Brian. I think it's important that we uh, we. We'd not be rude any longer and, and introduce our guest. Um, this week, we have Brandon join, joining us from the third host of the Crit Hit Wild Network. Brandon, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good, just enjoying the banter. <laughs> that is
2: what we do best.
1: Uh, that's that's and about I, all we do, really.
3: Yeah,
2: and I can um, also confirm that outside of like a square mile of Cleveland, it sucks, and uh, you don't really want to go near the train tracks. Um, found that out the hard way. So, oh,
0: fair enough. Um, yeah, I know a couple people from Cleveland, and they, they are the only people in the world that adamantly um uh, say that Cleveland doesn't suck. Anyone that's not from there, I've I've heard. Uh, well, everyone Sounds everyone fun. trashes Cleveland. So, yeah, it's the the
2: idea of like just over the railroad tracks, like that came from Cleveland. That, yeah. didn't, that wasn't made. Yeah. Out of
0: play. That was designed in Cleveland. <laughs> Fair enough. So, Brandon, um, I would like to give you an opportunity to uh, introduce yourself to the listeners in case they might not know you. Um, please just give us a background on yourself with gaming and uh, comics and, and Marvel Crisis Protocol.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Brandon. I'm down in the Charleston area, um, sister city here. Uh, We are, I am the editor, and on a lot of the gameplay videos for the Crit Hit Wild YouTube channel, you'll see me make a lot of misplays and roll terrible (laughs) dice um, like a champ. Always having a good time, though. That's what matters. Uh, The big thing for me in gaming um, started actually when I was a, I mean, I've always played card games. I grew up playing Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I got really into Magic in 2009, 2010. Um, I played that like hyper competitively. Used to travel up and down the East Coast um, in the Midwest playing in GP, Star City Opens, all those fun things. Spent way too much money with a lot of people that aren't fun to be around. got into miniatures uh borka uh, you'll see on some of the discord channels he uh, like a second dad to me got me into miniatures uh got me playing hordes for a little bit that didn't last very long um and then star wars legion and mcp roughly around the same time um, as soon as he was just like yeah there's a marvel game you know i was in I've been watching Marvel TV shows since I was born and comics. I uh, really got into comics uh, when I was in elementary school and, like, early middle school. Ironically, my mom used to always get prescriptions at Kroger. And always right beside the prescription counter was, like, their little comic section. And they always had Simpsons comics. And I would always, like, beg to get them because I love The Simpsons. And the Simpsons comics are not necessarily PG. I mean, the show's obviously not PG either, but like the comics were a little bit like more iffy than the show was. And then that's that impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who published that. I, I, they're good. If you ever read them, like they're they're solid, but they were definitely um, definitely had a lot going on. They were not. I think it was just like one of those things where it was like they were these are kid friendly and it's like y'all going open the book anyway. You know that leads into X, Y, or Z. I've got you know I'm mostly into Marvel. Do love me some uh, some a little bit of DC and you know some Image, but mostly just Marvel. Um, if you ever meet me, I do have Captain America and Deadpool tattooed on my legs. So uh, Deadpool's riding a Yoshi. So don't steal my ideas because it's mine and it's
0: dope. I, I can wow. confirm that I've seen it, and, and it is dope.
2: So. Yeah, so that's that's mostly uh, where it comes from. You know, video games. Still play a lot of magic. Still play a lot of card games. I was actually playing Pokemon actually before you guys got online. So
0: I saw that on the Pokemon the little there. Discord tag. Uh, let me know that <laughs> when so, I yeah. went to message you it's, about bumping the time back. It was like playing Pokemon.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's free. So yeah, you know, it's easy, free, and it's fun, and way better community than like any other card game and it's not even close but we're here I to mean, talk about miniatures
1: the bar isn't that high it's really
2: not but like i've never had a bad encounter in pokemon like even when i got into playing like the physical cards like people just showed up and were like here here's all this like cheap cards like to play like in like like the commons and uncommons like, like here take all these and build your deck so like you can come play with us and it's just like Brian
0: That's and I played for a works. while, and Brian Brian a lot longer than I did. Um, mm. But the uh, I found that our local community was that way and was wonderful and it was great. And the more we traveled, just like with anything, the more we traveled, the worse the people got.
2: Um, yeah, they get sweatier and sweatier. Yeah. <laughs> places, That's the
0: way so. it seems.
2: But my thing is with, like, um, I had an encounter, at Mag- like I was playing Magic at a GP... And basically what we would do at GPs is, like, I didn't like playing in, like, the 12-out, like, 12-round, like, events. So we would just run through winner boxes. And, uh-huh. like, I mean, it was me and my friend uh, would literally go in, and I think we averaged, like, probably combined, like, anywhere from, like, 12 to, like, 20 a boxes every event we went to. Like, that we would win. And, That's like, awesome. it was just, it, it was when Splinter Twin was the best deck in the format, and I was playing mm-hmm. Merfolk, which was, like the worst matchup Splinter Twin could ever imagine. Yep. So I was literally just running through, like, these winner boxes. And this, I'll never forget, because it was this guy, like, I ran through him, and this guy, like, I you know, I reach out. I'm like, hey, man, good game. And he goes, no, wasn't a good game. I was like, all right, cool. And, like, I just turned away and started talking to other people. And he literally sat there for, like, 20 minutes, like, legit 20 minutes pouting and mumbling. And then, like, right before he got up, he, like, Stood up and like put his head down and like reached his hand out and was like, "Good game," <laughs> and like that was just like the moment for me and I was just like, "Yeah, like this is something else." Like,
1: actually, uh actually, Jason had a game of MCP like that <laughs> a week or two ago.
0: Stop! I did. I did. <laughs>
1: oh man, I have never.
2: Yeah, I haven't had that experience yeah. with MCP. I did. Well, this uh, was this hey,
0: was a unique experience.
2: Um, I played one of the people from Morgantown. uh, And I I mean, it wasn't a bad experience. She was like super excited to play, but it was just like, you could tell she. That was like the one time I've played someone who was like sad to lose, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Losing to me has got to be really fucking sad. So, like, that that probably. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's probably the real factor. I know, I didn't we, the time. we
0: have we have video evidence of me losing to you twice on camera. So <laughs> twice? Yeah, twice. Oh yeah, no, I did oh, win that one. Man, that, you, you you I, I beat you right? the first time because I that was the game that I thought I lost because I did lose that game for ninety nine percent of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an interesting one. That was um, that is it that's a fun game too if you go back uh-huh. and watch um, on our YouTube channel because. Uh, if I remember correctly, that's the one that five times during that match you apologize to me for how bad for I'm dice. rolling dice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I actually have a running tally on my computer of almost every game that I have recorded. At some point, the opponent apologizes to me for how bad I'm rolling. Uh, <laughs>
3: and yeah, it's just happens. like, and
2: it's like, yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's like it is a joke, and I don't like to complain about dice, and I do, and I honestly, it's mostly a joke, but like. There's like video evidence of this and like the opponents being like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like, and that's, that's, what's funny to me. I think the most is because it's like, Hey, 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 it's not just me. Lose this <laughs> yeah. That's why I started playing criminal syndicate. Cause you can throw stuff at people all the time. Yeah. And... Don't have to roll. Have you also,
1: yeah. Have you also considered just, just, just roll better.
2: I've actually Ooh. considered buying weighted dice, uh, oh, just to see oh. how long it would take yours? other people to realize that like it would be like two rolls, and they'd be like, "This isn't right." Your yours would
0: somehow be weighted the wrong way, though. They
2: they one hundred percent would be. I would break like I would shake them too hard or something, and like the weight would fall to the opposite side,
0: and it would all just be a flaw. Brian so, bought maybe. some weighted dice online.
1: No, I didn't. They were just cool looking. <laughs> Don't.
0: Hey, uh, maybe I just need to buy cool dice and just hope to God they're weighted, you know. <laughs> yeah, Brian found some sweet ones on Gadzooks Gaming, and the first game that he played with them, he beat me. So I'm I'm just determined no, that no. Uh, that they're that they're weighted. So.
2: I have a weirdly good record against Fred, and that's him. about
0: it. They're they're not they're they're not weighted. I'm just messing with Brian.
3: Yeah.
2: But here's a little fun factoid. I played Borka 19 times, I believe, in 2021. I won once. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's – uh. thankfully, he's taking a break, and I don't have to lose to him anymore.
0: I was wondering – I was thinking about him the other day, and he's been pretty quiet on our Discord, but –
2: yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's kind of – I think he got a little burnt – not burnt out. He just – he has so many games that he plays. <laughs> like, he – so, like, I think he just goes through, like – he's like a little roller coaster, and he goes through stuff. He'll be bad.
0: Fair be enough. Back.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, hell, Jason and I are going to be playing 40K probably in another in, – in, like, next month whenever squats come out, uh, probably.
0: Dude, they showed that twice, and it's just like we joke about 40K all the time. That's what gets me. That's what's gonna get me or freaking space dwarves coming back, but oh, anyway, yeah,
2: that's, Dude, what, no, Josh, that's what Josh is super excited about. Like that's yeah. I, I like forty k. Like it's fun, and thankfully we we down here. I don't know about the Morgantown community, but the community down here is not like unbearable.
0: Um, it's selective know. here. It's selective here. So yeah. Um, with our pocket of the community. We'll play with yeah. shit. Um, anyway, let, before we get too far off tangent, um, we, uh, we, we probably ought to redirect this. So, Brian, how about you oh, give yeah. us a, hit us with that sweet, sweet ad read so we can start our list building portion.
1: All righty. Once again, Journey Through Limbo is sponsored by CerebroMCP.com, your one-stop destination for reference materials and list building for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Make as many lists as you want. Experiment to your heart's content, but God forbid you want to delete a list. Every, every single list that you theorycraft will be around forever to taunt you for your bad ideas. That's Cerebromcp.com. Don't forget, just type in C-E-R-E-B-R-O-M-C-P.com and let Brad know that we sent you.
2: And if you do want to delete your list, you just swipe left and hit the trash can.
0: Right. Uh, you're, right. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Um, thank you, Brian, I'm, and thank you. Brad. I'm trying.
1: I'm trying on the website right now, and it doesn't work. You hold in your mouse, and you yes. Left. I'm. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's broke. It's broke. You're lying.
2: <laughs> That's that moment when it oh, worked for him, God. and he was like. <laughs>
3: The pause. Like,
0: shit, it worked. The pause spoke volumes.
2: <laughs> you can also copy your list that way and make another one and rename it. <laughs> you just see okay. this blo- like brain exploding
0: right now. <laughs> that silence. We're, we're about to hear him fall on the floor here in a second. Um. Anyway, so um, thank you, Brad, for continuing to sponsor this shit show. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Brandon, uh, today you've brought an intriguing list for us. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the affiliations that you chose. What affiliations are you bringing? Because it is a dual affiliation roster.
2: Yes, we have a, hi- a full-on hybrid affiliation list, which uh, if you've ever talked to me, I'm pretty normally very against that. I always think you should dedicate specifically to one, but I... Uh, This list is uh, my sweet, sweet spice. Uh, Me and a couple other people locally, uh, specifically Matt, have been working on. And it is uh, full of spice. And uh, the primary leader in affiliation uh, is going to be the Dark Dimension. And the second affiliation is Criminal Syndicate.
0: Okay. Well, that's, that's spicy out the gate. So let's go ahead and talk about the the primary affiliation, then. Let's talk about Dormammu. So that's that's going to be our first character added to the list. Uh, talk to us about Dormammu. What do you like about Dormammu, Brandon? Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Big big Daddy. <laughs> big Daddy. Uh, I mean, what is it? He got 22 health. Um, uh, my favorite thing about him, besides the fact that he's just hard to kill, and he is hard to kill, um, he's... Very rarely displaced, um, and even when he is displaced, like the large base medium move is so good. Um, like being immune to bleed, incinerate, and, and stagger, uh, along with flight and just being able to walk over stuff. Like, I mean, he's size five, so he's going to walk over you know everything anyway. But if you won't put that hotel out, or I guess it's an apartment building, I always call it a hotel. God, Brad's gonna yell at me. Don't take my money away, Brad. <laughs> um, he can do that. And uh, I, like I said, I, I really like that. You're, and you're not pigeon-toed into a bunch of tactics cards that you really want to take. Um, it really opens up the variety of cards you can take. Um, I've got a couple in here um, that are pretty spicy uh, that I'm I'm excited to talk about because there's a couple that are. Habanero, a little spicy-spicy. Other than that, I mean, he's got 22 health. He's rolling on average 4-plus defense. Uh, He's always... I I think the biggest concern with him was always, will he have enough power to do the things that he wants to do? Uh, From my experience, he does have that power. Um, The main thing is you got to remember his Master of the Realm of Darkness. When the character suffers damage from an enemy effect, it gains one power instead of power equal to the damage suffered. When that character does. But also when another allied character is damaged by an enemy effect or by Flames of the Faultine, which is the affiliation's name, this character gains a damage. So he's also gaining damage every time one of your other characters gains damage, kind of like Ghost Rider. Um, or power, and... gaining power. Yeah, yeah, power, yeah. Um, which is incredibly good. Just If, if you've ever played Ghost Rider, I know uh, Brian's played a lot of Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, new Ghost Rider is one of the best models in the game, so in that ability, it's just like he always has power to do everything that he wants, and Dormammu doesn't need a ton of power. Uh, like, his eight dice attack, the incarnation of obliteration, like, it's nice for five, but like his his uh, regular free attack is range four energy for six dice with sap power and hex, and hex is super good.
0: And, well, then it's and also just like... the, the the second part of Master of the Realm of Darkness is is really handy too, and it really helps to crank up his output. Um, when he yes. counting skulls in, in both the attack and defense rolls, as successes, um, that's uh, I, I I can attest from playing magic that just helps crank mm-hmm. up the output immensely. Yes. Um,
2: and that defense is so important. Like yep. the fact that it's attack and defense is so important. Um. Which is something, like, every time I play against Dormammu, I roll, and I'm like, oh, shield skull. All right, this doesn't count. Or, yep. you know what I mean? It is, it is like, he does the same thing, and it's just, like, and it's just, like, oh, this is, you know, I didn't do anything there. Thanks for playing. And it's just, like, and then, like I said, he gets two power a turn. It's not hard to get him extra power, like I said, it, you, if you activate him last or second to last. Um, in this list, he'll be mostly activating second to last spoiler alert, um, for another little fun character was some super spice, Uh um, but that's a teaser for later. Um, but you've got that. And like I said, and then him being able to place within two, is just like, it's just, that's the sprinkles. That's the sprinkles mixed in the Dunkaroo, uh, dipping sauce you know that's that's what made it that's what makes it just a little bit you know special there um like i said he's got a lot going on uh, the big downside he cost eight threat yeah well that's a lot but we have a game plan to counteract I, those low point games
0: i so. can't wait to talk about that so um i i'm on a, i'll be honest um I am shocked that it took so long for a Charleston player to choose to talk about Dormammu, um, because I know that you all love your Dormammu down there in Charleston. Um, the uh, and by that I mean we've only had three of you on, but uh, and, and Brad would have talked about Dormamo. So yeah, he's he's not...
2: Jared, lo- Jared. loves some Dormammu. Jared I know, I know. I, actually was. I thought Jared was going to bring Dormammu on though. Sh- I I really did. I thought that was. I be told
0: Ryan before the ep, like before he told us what. Before Jared told us what Jared was going to talk about, I told Brian that I for sure thought that he would be talking about Dark Dimension. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, Brian. Pretty what, surprised. Oh, no, go ahead, Brandon. I was just going
2: to say, I was surprised, and then he just showed up with this fucking basic-ass <laughs> Avengers list.
0: Like, with all Avengers? <laughs> yeah, with, like, nothing,
2: no spice. It was just plain chicken, Campbell's chicken noodle soup that was not even <laughs> heated up all the way, like dang brandon like brandon on saltine here, crackers in there. i don't know what
0: he did brandon on here throwing down the gauntlet um
2: i love it i've had to listen to six weeks of you know <laughs> trash talking I'm, I'm ready all right i love it i, I was love it. i came prepared you've been you've
0: been taking notes for six weeks
2: oh, i've got notes on every issue of something someone said i've got <laughs> i mean i've got receipts receipts for everything all right (laughs) honestly
0: brandon as long as long as we're talking smack here i am shocked that you didn't ghost me tonight i thought for sure yeah i thought about joking about like i i was waiting man i was waiting for sure i was like there's no way we're recording in time
2: um ironically which is kind of funny though the beginning of the week is always really good for me (laughs) tuesdays yeah like mondays and tuesdays are great for me it's that thursday thursday friday is Thursday's really the one that's really iffy because that's usually because i always get off early wednesday to go play Uh so thursdays are usually a longer day at work uh and they just linger and then i'm tired so i usually go to bed earlier something happens every thursday for whatever reason like that's just the day shit happens Uh in my life i guess and that and that's the thing but mondays and tuesdays are always really bad for the the overseer um whose name we don't have to talk about Uh, he's always busy on mondays and tuesdays doing whatever it is that he does on mondays (laughs) and tuesdays but yeah so that's that's usually the thing so that's when you asked for monday i was like yeah i I got i mean i've been home since i got home at like five and i've literally like i got this list made sure it was good I'm I'm looking for a new vehicle, so I've been building vehicles on the internet and playing Pokemon, and that's.
0: Sounds like the dream, really.
2: Yeah, I've been ready. I've been ready to bail on you for a couple hours. I decided to. I decided to to pull
1: through.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so let's uh, let's get this back on track, Brian. What do you think about Dormammu?
1: Um, I hate that guy. I know. I know that we're supposed to be like, we're supposed to like, you know, be subject. We're we're supposed to be objective in our criticisms or discussions of a character. But uh, I like I like that Dormammu can walk up on top of uh, the apartment building so that I can push him off. <laughs> I'm so. You, sick you mean of the that. literal
0: the literal model off? Not like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wants to
2: flick it and just watch it tumble.
1: Like I'm so happen. I I get so tired of that range 4 beam cuz you never have to you never have to use the spender. Why bother? Like you have all kinds of other stuff that all kinds of other tricks that you have available. Oh, I hate this guy.
2: Yeah, the the spender is really something. I think that just scares people mm-hmm. and it's one of those where like I mean, I've played against it probably seven or eight times, and I don't think the spender's ever been used. But I tell you, every time I've played against it, I sit there and I'm like, oh shit, like this, this is, this could happen.
0: Yeah, it's something you have to play around. But like, as an X Force player, it would terrify the shit out of me. Um...
3: Yeah,
2: like it's just one of those things, it just brings fear for really just being there. I'm not sure it's. Uh-huh really worth even being scared of. Now I'm going to talk
0: it down and I'm going to use it and just... Yeah.
3: (laughs) That's that's the
1: next level level to the mind game.
0: Next time I come down there for a tournament, I'm going to not be scared. I'm going to show up with X-Force and then I'm going to get obliterated on camera so the whole entire world can see it. Well,
1: I do have...
2: Like I said, there is some spice that adds into that um, incarnation of obliteration. All right. I
0: love it. Well, let's... Without further ado, let's get on with the list. Um, So... Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the second leader. So we, we added Dormammu. Who's the second leader we're going to talk
2: about? The second leader is
0: uh, Shadowland Daredevil. Hey, it's our boy, Brian. Uh, so oh, we
2: got that, yeah. We got that new-new in here.
0: Okay, so Shadowland Daredevil, at the time of recording, um, released about a week and a half ago. And at the time of release will have been about two and a half weeks ago. So yeah, he is he is new new and this is the first time that Brian I believe this is the first time we've talked about him on the podcast, right?
1: Uh yeah, cuz you know, uh, up until now he wasn't actually like you know, yeah. uh the wasn't street date yet.
0: Yeah. Good right. stuff. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk about him. Talk to us. What what do you like about Mr. Shadowland Daredevil, Brandon?
1: All right. So
2: again, week and a half. I've got about five games with them under my belt. Nice. So, I I've been excited about this model for a long time. At least one of the models in that pack was worth half a damn.
0: Um, hey, whoa. Big Easy don't, Those don't, are fighting words. Don't be
1: Yeah, don't be talking down Electra.
0: You <laughs> oh
2: you
1: God. you haven't learned.
0: You Charleston people are gonna I, learn. <laughs> I was so I
2: I really wanted you to come down Saturday so you could bring her so uh-huh. I could literally just wipe her off the table <laughs> as fast as possible, like just off of principle. Um, anyway, just besides the point. I was so I was so excited for her to be a three point model. Me too. That anything else just devastated me. But I've there is some upside here after playing with Shadowland Daredevil and the Grunts. I don't think they can put Grunts on a three point model. I really don't. Yeah. Grunts are so good, and yep. after playing a couple of games, the so the thing about um, Dormammu especially is you want you don't have enough bodies. So now we get to play twelve points with Dormammu and Shadowland Daredevil, and we have three bodies with Dormammu the hand. Uh, the hand ninjas and then shadow and devil So starts off. We're already at a good point. Cause if you're playing 12 points to start your affiliation, you want at least three models. Um, unless you're trying to go super, super wide, obviously we can't go super, super wide. Cause we're playing an eight point model. Um, but that grunt helps so much being deployed at the beginning of the game. Also just the hand ninjas are, they have two health. And I guess that's something I overlooked forever. Um, that they just have two health for whatever reason, I've, I don't know, never really dawned on me that why would they have two health? Um, That doesn't make any sense. Um, Them starting on the battlefield super good. They get that four dice attack, whatever, wild, wild bleed. Um, But the key thing is what Dormammu loves to do is obliterate models. So one of the things are, is you kind of need pieces in your list that play the objectives really well. Well, being able to pick up an asset or a civilian token and just move it to a character that is range three away, and then they get KO'd, and since they always activate before Daredevil, you can attack, move an asset or a civilian token, and then you get to activate Shadowland Daredevil, and you can bring them right back yeah and then they get to attack again all right but that's i'm super high on them i think it's great um they don't contest secure objectives but you know what they do to contest they contest extract objectives which is a thing that we have is a secure extract that is that is
0: relevant
2: yeah and they don't pay to interact because obviously they can't have power uh, so they can pick up that so they they kind of help play that extract game um which is gonna—that probably gonna be the first part of the list I go over, kind of the tech pieces, because you know getting those out of the way uh, is relevant. I need to add eleven characters in the list I was looking at. That's wrong. I made that mistake. But yeah, Shadowland Daredevil—he's uh, tough, man. The four-three-three defense, always counting. Uh, as long as you're not attacking it, attacking him with Mystic, he's—you know—adding blanks into his defense rolls with no range.
0: Who would ever um, attack with Mystic?
2: I know this dumb Convocation people. <laughs> anyway, uh, but even when he flips, he gets an extra dice on the mystic side, so then it's it's good. And then all of a sudden, on his mystic side, or his injured side, he gets a mystic attack that is now, for six power, is now nine dice, area two, which is so good. Um. Uh, which is so strong and we'll get into a little bit of tech with that as well. Um, going forward, I've got a lot, a lot, a lot of tech going on here. I, I put a lot of thought into All this. Right. Um, I'm excited to hear more of it. So. There's yeah, there's, there's a lot going on here. We'll get over some of the basic characters then we're going to get into the super spice, but, um, Shadowland Daredevil, just if you haven't got to play him, his baton, his baton snare, uh, it's going to let him pursue. He's got a lot of move mission against. Um, he also has a really good affiliation bonus, um, and that's the kind of the point that he's in the list. We're playing when you play if you just play Dormammu, and you get pinned at like 14 on sword base. You're screwed. Like I mean, as simple as that. Like you're you're not in a good spot having to take an eight point leader. Only having six points left, you're probably having to take two threes because you can't take a three and two twos. You're 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 just kind of in a really bad spot where you have three models. Um, you're hoping you can kill stuff fast enough, but most teams wanting to play 14 probably have five models on the table, and you're just going to lose the game most likely before you ever really get a chance to play. Um, that's where Shadowland Daredevil is really coming into play. Um, we'll go over some models here shortly that are going to showcase the 14, 15 and 16 point threat levels, uh, that are, that are pretty scary. Um, with that leadership where he would if for people who don't know the shadow war, the criminal syndicate leadership, uh, when an allied character attacks an enemy character holding or contesting an objective, it may re-roll one of its attack dice. It can re-roll skull results, which is pretty relevant, um, uh, to let you get out of that, especially if you're going against character where skulls matter for them, you get to you know pick up that skull and re-roll it. Where a lot of times you can't do that.
0: Right, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Um, Brian, what do you think about Shadowland Daredevil?
1: Uh, I mean, I love Dare. I love Shadowland Daredevil so much that I three that I printed off the card as soon as it got spoiled, and 3D printed a proxy model, and got games in as soon as physically possible.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's
2: it's great. He's great, and it's... He also fits the theme, because Dormammu wants to kill stuff, and Shadowland Daredevil does a pretty good job of killing stuff. He
0: does. You're, uh, you're a pretty yeah. focused, killy focused roster. So. Yeah.
2: Three power for nine dice, range two, uh, with a place is uh pretty good
0: yeah pretty good as the children say that does not suck
2: that does does not suck yeah it definitely is uh... he also has 13 health which is which is nice so him and dormammu together have beefy boys 35 health
1: so... the only the only bad thing about shadowland daredevil is his mini is super boring
0: yeah it's so basic. i i so let's talk about that momentarily. Um, as a big Daredevil fanboy, I'm actually bummed that his pose is not regular Daredevil's pose. Yeah, because I I actually love the pose for being as basic as it is. I love the pose, and it's actually pretty iconic, but more so iconic to regular Daredevil instead of the Shadowland version. But whatever, yeah. um, that's. And it doesn't
2: help that in his character card he has the. Like it's basically the pose for regular yeah. Daredevil.
0: Yeah, they they could have just swapped the poses and not have been fine with it. But whatever. I
2: Actually, haven't. I'm gonna go look at Daredevil's card real quick, um, to see what it's up. He's doing hey, like the flying the V, thing.
0: like. But his backside
2: is literally Shadowland's pose. <laughs> yep oh my gosh i didn't <laughs> they, need to see that they goofed that gonna bother me <laughs> they goofed uh, it's the same thing when they made the doctor strange and sorcerer uh-huh. supreme are literally just the wrong cards yeah they just should be they should just be switched yep that, just switch the switch there. the that's names
0: but... uh-huh oh well anyways so uh that's shadowland and daredevil what's what's our next character brandon
2: so we'll get into a couple tech pieces uh, because as a roster that's going to want to kill things, we do have to have dimensions of control. Uh, we have to be able to play the objective. We can't just murder things um, and hope to win that way. So we do have a couple characters that play the objectives really well, like the hand ninjas. Um, and the first one we'll go over um, because these these two will be pretty self-explanatory. The first one's going to be three, uh, 4.0 dr voodoo oh dr
0: Um, voodoo
2: he he does what he's a four-point threat on those high point levels that can just take out a model out of the game with his uh, possession token you know yada 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 for whatever reason it doesn't come back to him when he's dazed which makes no sense Um, he has a terrain throw
1: yeah 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 why don't you go hop on facebook and complain huh (laughs)
2: It does all the things that need to be done. He he does everything you want him to do. Also, he has mystic attacks, um, which is not which is helpful. I did this list does I did try to make it to where it had a decent variety of attacks. Um, mm-hmm. After playing a lot of Criminal Syndicate. Specifically when almost everything's just physical, you start to realize it's real nice when you have some sort of variety. I did miss that from switching from Midnight Suns to Criminal Syndicate, because as Brian can attest, when you play Midnight Suns, you can attack with whatever you want to attack with. Oh, pretty you much. Can, you can go
1: wherever, whenever it's it's amazing. You don't even have to be accurate in your measurement.
2: Yeah, basically. Yep. Yeah, it's not wrong. I mean everything's like range three or four. You get physical, mystic, energy. You're just beating face. But uh, Voodoo's been talked about a lot. Um, he's basically just a tech piece. He's there to play the objectives, um, prevent the bigger uh, the opponent from playing objectives. Also, he he likes power and getting an extra power each turn uh, helps him get to possession on a big threat um, fast, really fast. Uh, helps him get to of Legba, uh, which again is three power for seven dice. Um, and you know he can throw stuff. I he the throw is actually really relevant because uh, he's actually the only throw in my roster, which is odd for me because I like to throw stuff and not roll actual dice.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that's uh, that's completely different for you, but but I like it.
2: I don't know, it kinda of hurt my soul just now because I just realized it. Might have to <laughs> might have to that,
0: you know, work uh, in progress. We but, might change But, but before change. you change this, let's play a game. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's voodoo. Uh, he fits in really well with um Shadowland Daredevil with those low point threats. Uh he also fits in really well with Dormalmo with those high point threats. Um Yeah. And you know, he does voodoo things.
0: Well, we have talked a lot about Voodoo. Brian, do you have anything to say that we have not said in previous podcasts about Dr.
2: Voodoo? Anything positive, maybe? Uh, oh,
1: I painted I I painted my copy of Dr. Voodoo recently and I'm very happy with it. And you put
2: the skulls on the base?
1: Oh, of course. I forgot
2: to do that when I built mine and I'm not really I'm pretty sad about it.
1: Well, thankfully super glue still exists, so you can <laughs> you can just yeah, put them on whenever you want
2: yeah that means i gotta find the sprue and that's, well, a, lot that's of work. a whole other issue uh, just finding the sprue is a whole other issue of god only knows what happened to it
0: well okay well let's move on from dr voodoo um what's what's your next choice brandon
2: i decided after voodoo i needed another really broken character so <laughs> i chose black cat like um hell yeah which is really funny. I my favorite banter on this podcast is how much Brian despises Voodoo but loves Black Cat, even though they were like they're equally like as busted. Um, and, oh and, no,
1: I I love Doctor Voodoo. I yeah. I hate Doctor Strange. Love che- oh, I know you hate
2: Mister uh, Stephen Strange. And uh, I think you have a thing against goatees. Actually, can you grow a goatee? Is this the actual thing? Because you hate Tony Stark and you hate Stephen Strange. <laughs> And the only thing they really have in common is facial hair.
1: I mean, they also have in common that they're narcissistic and, you know, refuse to own up to their own mistakes and, you know, engage in personal growth. And Don't you have you to know. make
2: a mistake to, like, admit a mistake?
1: <laughs> All right. I'm not
2: going to badger Brian anymore. Uh, Black Cat, <laughs> in the list. She does what Black Cat does. She plays the... Objectives being able to toss an objective token to Black Cat um, from the hand ninjas and then just let her double long move away and even grappling hook with like a Cree core and get to the complete other side of the map is just, uh, well, I guess in the Cree core, you can't do that, but anyway, uh, long move and then dump uh, the little place and you can get really far away. Um, she does a lot of things can't modify attacks honestly she's really in here because she can stagger an opponent every single turn with dormoma regardless of the power she has she always will have two which means she can always use troublemaker at range three and give a character the stagger special condition
0: yeah no i mean uh, once again she's just she's a great character um the, uh, And she's now, not a mutant. She's not a mutant. Um, I, yeah, Black Cat's very, very good. Um, she's very, very frustrating to play against. Um, and she is the current reason that I'm including Marked for Death in any list I can fix uh, fit it in. So. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah,
2: and uh, we'll get to that uh-huh. later. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, we yeah, shall. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, not a whole lot else to say really about black cat and voodoo they're the least spice of the spice they're the, they're the salt and pepper they just make it work yeah.
0: they're the the required quota to call this list a competitive list right
1: yeah that's yeah. that's pretty much the meta game is you bring you bring black cat uh, dr. voodoo and toad as your as your counter picks to play the objective and that's that's what they, that's what the meta is don't
0: forget miles.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, TTS League.
2: Ironically, <laughs> it's really funny because this list actually originally did include... Well, I, at one point, potentially included Miles and Toad. <laughs> uh, with just voodoo, Black Black Cat. Uh, when we were working together, we subbed... I subbed Black Cat in for Miles because I just like uh, what she can do a little bit better. And uh, the Toad substitute is the super spice that we'll get to uh later
0: that's the super spice that i am excited to talk about eventually so yes. all right what's what's our fifth character that's our fourth character black cats number four what's our fifth character yes. here brandon
2: uh this character we're gonna we're gonna run back to the theme of we just want to kill stuff all right that is what we're here to do uh so If I'm going to play Shadowland Daredevil with Criminal Syndicate, I have to have Criminal Syndicate-affiliated characters that want to do what Shadowland wants to do, which is kill stuff. Uh, So the first model is Killmonger. Fun fact, he likes to kill things. It's in his Uh,
0: name! If you could ever have guessed that, (laughs) um, he likes to kill things. Uh, They made it easy. Brian, Yeah, it's like they, they spelled it out for you.
1: Yeah, it's like when they say the the name of... It's like when they say the name of the movie in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Basically. And uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his real name because, you know, not going to happen.
3: Yeah, fair enough.
2: (laughs) But a couple key things. Is
1: his real name Eric?
2: Is the Wakandan name not not his... (laughs) <laughs> I shouldn't say that on the podcast, but I was going to say. <laughs> oh. I'm going to get a span from all of he said oh. He
0: said, isn't it, Eric? <laughs> oh, my.
1: <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even keep a straight
0: face. Oh, my. Uh. Okay, so <clears throat> let's talk about Eric Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um Eric is really good at a couple things. Um one is uh killing. The other thing that he does for this list is he brings in a energy attack for whatever reason he has. I, I thought you were gonna
1: I thought you were gonna say the other thing he's good at is mongering. <laughs> I thought so
2: too. I really do. No, I was <laughs> I had to hold I, I wanted to, so I did want to, but <laughs> I felt like it was just too much and we gotta move yeah, forward. Yeah. And uh all
0: right, all right, that failed miserably. Let's, and... let's, let's... <laughs> So, Energy Attack, his Vibranium Weapons.
2: Yes, yeah. Vibranium Weapons, Energy Attack. Again, I like to have a little bit of variety of attacks, um, as previously mentioned. Uh, raise 2, 5 dice. The Builder with Wild Pierce. It does what it's supposed to do. Black Ops Strike for 3 power. Also really strong. Um, it has a place, which is really good. It rolls 7 dice. Uh, and has a wild stagger. Again, stagger is really, really, really good in this game. Um and the best part is is like Dormammu who's immune to stagger you don't worry about it as much but staggering a big threat character is just can be devastating for the opponent so having multiple options um, Killmonger is also always going to have the availability to charge because it costs two power and with um, Dormammu's leadership he's always going to have that second power um, under Shadowland he might not be able to charge every turn but that's he can still do other things he can still special forces every turn he gets his focus on the kill um, which is super good on those low point games when you can just add extra dice um, if you vibrate any weapons and then then you black off strike if you can get the three power or even you know one or two power to get to that black off strike now you're rolling nine dice range three with a stagger um, that's gonna do some sweet sweet damage. Um, the kill count tokens are just kind of a bonus. Yeah. Um, and are also just really good. I forget about them more times than I probably care to admit. Um, but just being able to re-roll one die in its tech roll for each kill counter it has, it's pretty good. I mean, obviously you're not going to get a ton. He's not going to be out there just literally killing everything, especially in this list, because there's a lot of stuff that's going to kill stuff. Um, but again, he does what Dormammu wants to do, and he does what... Shadowland Daredevil wants to do. Um, he he has eleven health, which is a little weak. He does have pretty good defenses, but you know he's there to kill stuff. He's not here to. He's not here to play defense and hold down a back point. He's there to get up in the fight and slice some stuff up. So
0: that's exactly it. And he, Killmonger was my first favorite character in the game. Um, so I I played from launch and. We had the core set plus Hulk and Modok for a month before we got these guys. So, like, we barely got to play through everything in the core set and really get a feel for that before we had Black Panther and Killmonger. And f- so, f- from early on, Killmonger was my favorite character to play. And he, uh, for, for a very long time. But I've found that he has maintained a level of playability um, enlists as long as you're able to take his tactics card, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, I feel like he is a... He's just a solid piece. Um, he does exactly what you want to do well. He's focused on the kill, adding two dice. He wants to be attacking the same target, right? Um, and like you said, his... Um, you you want the stagger against bigger threat targets, but that's the, the bigger threat targets because of his... Um, because of his... Spender, that's uh, that's what he wants to be attacking anyway. The stagger, well, because of his card, his usurp the throne. He wants to be attacking the big threat, so having access to that stagger is just icing on the cake. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm a big Killmonger fan.
2: Yeah, and like say he gets a couple, he gets even one kill counter, and now his Black Ops strike. If it's a second attack, you know you're rolling nine dice. You have one re-roll. on a big threat if you do use this tactics card i mean this is getting a really expensive attack but you know now he might get you two uh, victory points and it's just you know off to the races Uh, but he really holds down and does exactly what you expect him to do i've never played a game with him or against him where he did not do exactly what i expected him to do to me or against or to me or for me
0: he does get the job done
2: and he kind of feels like like some of the characters in this we'll go over kind of feel like they're like part of the land of misfit toys because it's like people just forgot about them uh-huh. even though they're still really really good. Obviously not like Black Cat and Voodoo, but uh,
0: I've found that with a lot of the early characters, um, you know, you yeah. guys on your YouTube channel and, and your the audio version of, of your YouTube stuff with the podcast are I've talked a lot about um the corset characters right. You're going through the corset review, and it reminds me that there's so many of those characters that are slept on um, oh, from the yeah. early part of the game. I, I mean, vision, to. vision until recently, nobody mm-hmm. played him and he was, he's tremendous. Um, so Yeah.
2: I got the game a little later than uh, you guys did. I remember getting vision and reading his card. I'm like, this card's this guy's really, really good. Right. And like, yeah, you know, but there are like other things to do. And I'm like, yeah, but like, are they better? Yeah. And it was like the same thing. It's like when they did the re-release of Captain Marvel and it's like no one plays there and I don't understand it because yeah. that model is good. Oh, updated Carol rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand the lack of playing. Also, I just think in general, A-Force is criminally underplayed. I agree. Like, I thought for I sure they'd see it. an
0: uptick in play after the changes and they just haven't. I'm, I'm shocked
2: it doesn't make sense. To when, me, especially
0: once they banned all you've got, I thought that A Force was a home run, and people don't play them. But I sit here and say that, and I love A Force, and I don't play them either. So I don't know.
3: Yeah, I Maybe mean I'm
2: they're part just of the not, problem. Yeah, I, I just think they don't really have anything. They kind of do the same thing every game. Yeah, I think that that's kind of. Cool. I think it's the same reason. Like I think when you go to your locals and stuff, you don't see a lot of people playing like Criminal Syndicate because you're doing the exact same thing every single game you're playing. Um, that's fair, and it's, that's I, I, I can see you getting bored.
1: I I you know I you say that, but there are lots of people that play web warriors.
2: That's yeah, that's true. That's
1: true. I I, that's I more don't of a
2: Spider Man thing though. I think people just love Spider Man that much.
1: I don't know, man. I think that
0: you say think... that, but here's the thing: people claim that they play web warriors because they love Spider Man. Because they claim I'm not sure that that's they love amazing. It, but I think that's their justification. I, yeah, yeah. They, because none of them play Amazing Pete. No. And they, they say, "Well, I just love Spider Man." And I bet n- not a single one of them has read a Miles Morales comic book. But I'll get off that soapbox. Um... Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I they just... may have watched
0: they may have watched the show. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I watched. Uh, it's like, oh, I watched the '90s cartoon back in the day.
3: Yeah,
2: they 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 watch the show. Like I guess that counts for
0: something. Like Toby Maguire is still Spider Man, right?
3: Uh, yeah, they
2: don't know. They don't know what's changed.
1: Yeah. I uh, I will. The point that I was trying to get at though is, you know, for all the listeners out there, don't feel ashamed for running a consistent game plan. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, spice isn't necessarily the. You know, some people have spicy food for every meal. Some people go to Applebee's.
0: That's, yeah. They, do they not have spicy food at Applebee's? What? have uh, been to Applebee's? It's been a while.
1: Of course not. I hate Applebee's.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's, I forgot. That's the right answer. Well, you shouldn't go
1: to
2: Applebee's. That is,
0: that is, that is, I forgot that that is an epic, like, Brian's hatred of Applebee's is legendary, actually. I can't believe I forgot I mean, that. Do people enjoy Applebee's? I, I know they Brian probably, doesn't.
1: They probably enjoy it at the same amount as they enjoy Olive Garden and Panera Bread.
2: I mean, there's a world where you can at least like lightly enjoy like Olive Garden and Panera Bread, but like more than Applebee's, but I don't know about why you would ever enjoy Applebee's. Actually, they got really good like Beruvian like pretzel sticks and then sometimes they get you a dollar drink. yeah
1: beruvia
3: is that a a
1: word is beruvia a country probably i'm i'm literally taking geography right now and i do not see i have not seen that on any map
2: well we also talked about earlier how you're not really doing anything in school so
1: (laughs) yeah whatever dude don't
0: and Killmonger. Killmonger. Anyway,
1: Killmonger.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
0: that was Eric. Oh, <laughs> he was our sixth character, yeah. Brandon.
2: That was Eric. So the next uh, criminal syndicate affiliated character, also criminally, uh, probably criminally underplayed, uh, is Craven the Hunter. Yes, sir. Craven. Craven uh, does kind of, you know, what you want him to do in this list. He's trying to kill stuff. Um, he's given, he's got a range to strike. Uh, uh, five dice, you get one power uh, it gets bleed automatically and then has elusive on a wild which may, you may advance small also has a spear thrust um, where it's a builder, range three for four dice uh, if it already attacked the target character inside face in this turn with the strike, it adds three dice to this attack roll uh, if you've gathered a theme here, we're adding a lot of dice to all of our attacks Try to at least and then, if the character has advanced or been placed during its activation this turn, after the attack resolve, it may advance median. So, again, a lot of movement shenanigans, a lot of dice adding, and we're trying to kill stuff. So, we're throwing five dice at you, then we're throwing seven dice at you, um, and then we're cornering the beast that's another thing he's basically here for choose an enemy character within three of this character until the end of its next activation each time the char- chosen character advances or climbs and suffers one damage if the chosen character has the wall crawler superpower, it loses the wall crawler superpower until the end of the turn and of its next activation so we're trying to trap stuff prevent stuff let it advance you know get that extra damage prevent things from running away <coughs> black cat uh, <laughs> Let it take that extra damage, not let it run away. Um, and it has, an, he has an Inherit reroll that he gets to reroll on uh, his attack or defense. Don't
1: you mean an Inhuman reroll?
2: Yeah, basically. Except for unlike Got Brad. Him. I'm not trying to convince everything that it's a mutant.
1: I mean, uh, Craven's definitely not a mutant. He has money.
2: He has a lot of money. One of my
1: favorite episodes uh, growing up was
2: uh in the old spider-man series when they like well i think it might have been the first time you see Kraven. it's like he kind of traps everybody and like tries to hunt them uh for some reason that spoke to me as a small child hmm. that's neither here nor Craven. there and that's not for you guys that's more for my therapist anyway <laughs> expert tracker um choose an enemy character allied characters roll one additional attack die when targeting the chosen character when attacks this round that's a little pricey. It does cost three, uh, but if we're playing under Romamu, that three is real easy to get. Um, he has two every turn. He gets one from his kukuri strike. Kukri? I don't know how to say that. It's uh, Kukri. It's a, Kukri. It's a Kukri. Filipino
1: fighting knife.
2: Okay, I like that. I've already forgot how you said that. Um, <laughs> but that extra dice, uh, that's that. Like again, that's coming into play. We're we're adding dice to all our attacks. He's adding dice. Killmonger added dice. Uh, this allows other dice to be added. Um, he is a little squishy. Uh, he has 10 health. Uh, um, he rolls straight threes. He does get the one defensive reroll, which does help. Um, again, the only thing is he doesn't have kind of a big, a big attack. You kind of have to do both his attacks to get a big attack which is fine. Like I said, he's three-point model. He's in the fight to fight. Uh, he's also a character that you don't have to bring any kind of tactics card for. Um, that's a kind of a shoehorn I tried to stay away from, is when you get to some of these characters, you kind of have to take a specific card with them, or you're kind of doing yourself a disservice, and then you're not giving yourself any freedom in your tactics card slot which I really really tried to give myself a lot of um freedom in that in that section
0: okay yeah I um I'm a big fan of Craven as well um he is a character that I played quite a bit with my brotherhood when he first came out um I actually took him with me to Second Wind when we went up there. He was the 10th the character in my list. And, uh, yeah, I, I I never played him up there, but I played a lot with him in my brotherhood. And I, I don't know. I, I agree with you that I think that he is criminally underplayed. Uh, I think that if your goal is to kill models and kill more models, he fits in well. And at three threat, he's really easy to slot in. Brian, what do you think about Craven the Hunter?
1: Oh, I love Craven. Um, My own Shadowland Daredevil list has a lot of the same characters. I think, with the exception of Dormammu, I have all of these characters in my list as well.
2: Even the the two threat The second two threat?
3: Well, not all of the the things that have mentioned mentioned so far. Yeah,
2: the important thing. Yeah, no, I think this is a really good core. Um, for Shadowland Daredevil, I think, I think when you're really looking at him, I really think Killmonger, Craven, um, and then the Black uh, Killmonger, Craven, Black Cat, um, and even if you want to bring in Doctor Voodoo, I think those are. If that's your five, if that's, if that's your starting five, you're, you're doing something right.
0: You're definitely going to score and, the points. Yeah, and that's only points, and I mean, that's eight, kills. And eight
2: for eighteen threat, and that's your five like that's a real tough five. Uh, yes. And that's really, and that, like I said, that's really, so that's, that's re- this is really where the core comes from. Um, uh, of those 14, 15, 16 point games. Um, that's the point of the split for Shadowland Daredevil, Shadowland Daredevil, Killmonger, Craven, and any of the other threes in the list is real scary at 14. Like that's real scary for someone to look at, look down to at 14. Um, just thinking about it of you know all the lists i've played like if someone was like all right we're playing 14 and was just like all right shadowland grunts Craven, killmonger um and then the next three we'll talk about uh i i would be terrified especially on the 14 point sword that's a pretty slow scenario Mm -hmm. um i would be i'd be scared that's so that was my point. Maybe I won't be good at this list, but someone may be able to be better at me because you got to roll dice on this list. But <laughs> I'm trying to roll as much dice as possible to make this uh, easier for me. Um, so that's my segue into my next three point character, who is X23. I had to bring a mutant on here to. Make sure Jason brought me back later.
0: Yeah, that's important. And we gotta gotta meet the mutant quota to keep myself and Brad happy, right?
2: Yeah, I gotta you gotta keep the boss happy. Uh, he pays the bills and keeps the lights on. So, X twenty three is good. I don't. Is there anything anyone else want to say about Craven? I kind of just jumped. Oh no, Craven. you're good, man. You, no, uh, yeah, that's... you pulled Craven's Brad crazy. and
0: uh, and just decided that you were host, and I'm I'm here for it. so.
2: Uh, which is hilarious because when Brad is the host, he doesn't do shit. <laughs> but, like, it was real funny that he like took over that episode and it he was. even told me, he was like, yeah, I just started playing host and I'm like, but you won't even play host when you're the host. Like I assume That's when you bro. go to his house and he's hosting an event, <laughs> he makes you cook dinner and like do his dishes and like get your own drinks and stuff. Like I don't, I don't, Whatever. Anyway,
1: um, all right. I just want to make a quick point that the, uh, the, opinions, the opinions of the guests do not necessarily represent the opinions of the host. Please don't pull our sponsorship, Brad.
2: But uh, I totally agree union. with Brandon. <laughs> oh, I don't... You, you guys haven't gotten to the union. We're union on our side, sorry. Yeah, what? I was there for that yeah. discussion. Yeah, I can't be fired. <laughs> I can be sternly talking to, but I'm union. Anyway... <laughs> i'll get you in. we'll get you the paperwork so
0: x-23 <laughs> x the
2: so x-23 um the um inferior wolverine as oh. she's been called before inferior and, uh, sir those are fighting those
1: words. are those are yes T- yes uh, i i love x-23 um Oh, there he goes. There's a... the backpedal. Yeah,
2: we got We to, We do have the backpedal. I can't look at this card. Like, I had to pull the card up, and I just look at it, and there's nothing. Really? I mean, the only negative spot on this card is her mystic defense. I'm like, all right. Whatever. Sometimes adamantium like,
0: skeleton is a negative.
2: Yeah, it can be. That's true. But we're here to kill things right all right we're not here to we're here to die and kill things like if you're going to kill things you're going to die so we're here to do both uh yeah the anime actually came back and backfired on me before but that's uh that is a thing because it does not say push and i
0: wish it did yep if it did it would be much more relevant but Whatever. Yeah, it's
2: but it's like it says push on the actual like superior Wolverine card or something. Oh my mm. All right, there we go again. Adamantium Adam, slash, uh, range two, five dice. We've it's the builder. It's got wild bleed, wild pierce. Uh, it does exactly what you expected to do. Claw rush, which is super good because guess what? Under Dormammu, she can do this every single turn. Uh, so you can move up. You can claw rush. And then move over to another point or onto the point or away from the point, whatever you decide to do with your advance, plus it's got a wild pierce. You always have access to frenzy for two power. Uh, the assassin training again, we're re-rolling extra dice here. That's we want to re-roll dice and we want to add dice. She doesn't add dice, but she's re-rolling dice. So with craven, if you know corner of the not corner of the beast, what is it called? Uh, expert, what, ex, tracker. expert tracker yeah yeah so with expert tracker now you know you're rolling uh extra dice you're getting your re-roll you're advancing you're running around and then if she did get hit you know she healing factors uh, i know we've you guys have talked about x23 a ton uh, mm-hmm. we can already get the big sis out of the way honey badger is not in the roster um she was in consideration she's still she's still on the maybe bench we're not necessarily she's not out them because i really like their combination i think they're really good together um three-point model it's got 10 health she's got the defense uh the re-roll allows her reroll roll in defense which is super good um she's good she's real good and she does exactly what we want to do with both our leaderships uh, I, all these models I tried to, when I was putting this together, I wanted all of them to be very good with both affiliation. I didn't want anyone specifically for one affiliation or the other, especially when you have so much variety. Um, And Criminal Syndicate is becoming a rather large affiliation. Um, It's no Avengers or um, X-Men even, but it's becoming very, it might have more members than X-Men. I don't actually know the answer to that.
0: Uh, it's got to be close. I think it's close with that. A Force is probably bigger, and we know Cabal is too. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's probably on par with with X Men at least. Um, I love X twenty three. You're There's never going to have two more sorry. models.
2: Criminal Syndicate has two more
0: models than Uncanny X Men. Oh, okay. There we go.
2: But yeah, there's uh yeah, that's, I can't not find out stuff like that when it comes into
0: my head and no one knows the answer. I'm, I'm glad we don't have to wired. have a, a bit about it at the beginning of next episode. So you, yeah. you beat us to yeah.
2: it. Yeah. I'm wired weird that way, but yeah. I, yeah. Laura Kenny. Um, uh, she does a lot of really good things for both Dormammu. She does a lot of really good things for Shadowland Daredevil and, uh, I'm very happy for her. And, uh, i actually forgot how much she's been talked about on this podcast or i probably would have mentioned her after voodoo and we could have just got her out of the way quick
0: <laughs> well she is my second favorite comic book character so i love laura kenny you'll never have to convince me whether or not to have her in a list and she is very killy and that synergizes with your list so that's that's all i have to say brian would you like to say anything about her
1: uh no notes all right a a plus inclusion
2: Next, yeah, I'm not like unless you're, yeah, unless you're playing like web warriors, I don't. I mean, she could probably find a reason to be in most lists. Um,
0: I, I built a web warriors list with her and honey badger. I mean, yeah, of course you did. But I'm like, a madman, yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, hey, whatever works,
2: you probably had regular daredevil in there too, so he did actually. I did, actually. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and this is. This this is one on one on how you build a bad web warriors list.
0: Wow! Um, okay. All right.
3: Another all right, gauntlet no, so, thrown.
2: Yeah, we're just throwing I'm out here throwing daggers. I'm probably never coming back, so I'm getting them all out of the way now. Right. All right. And you'll um, dodge
0: playing me in any game. So like there's not Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he
2: figured out like three minutes into this podcast for everyone listening, he decided I wasn't coming back. So <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I've gotta
2: I've gotta get what I can out there. All right, so we have one last criminal syndicate affiliated model we're going to go over. Um, I don't believe you can create a criminal syndicate roster without this model. Um, He's incredible uh, now. uh, Was not incredible, what, six months ago? Pretty bad. Uh, Very incredible now, uh, which is bullseye. The coveted in affiliation, two-threat model, bullseye. There it is. Uh, Benjamin Poindexter? Is that right? <laughs> that is it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I
2: remember that somehow? That was a old, note that I wrote down.
1: Benny Boindexter. Um,
2: Auto damage. Uh, that's, I mean, two points to hide on a point, range for attacks, uh, ignoring line of sight. What um, is he or he, he doesn't, he removes cover. Cover that he gets rid of. Yeah, you know, it's just um, cover. He always has power to hit and run, uh, never miss, parting shot. Um, the one thing this roster, which you're going to kind of, at this point, we kind of realized is what it does really well is it kind of prevents the opponent from ever really wanting to pass. Um, it kind of prevents the, it makes the opponent really, really try to go last. Um, because you want Bullseye to use his power before you attack him. You want, you know, you don't want these things to happen. Like, there's a lot of the models that I have in this list that it's like, I'm okay with them being the last action. Because again, like Bullseye can hit running, run, he move the points. Uh, but if you attack him, you know you're going to take a damage, you get that parting shot. Pincushion Rapid Fire is exactly what it is. It's fine. Um, It's not the greatest for 4 power, but sometimes, and that's the thing, if you do decide to take this list and play it, Bullseye's going to die if he has too much power on him. There's only so much power you can remove from him when it's not your turn, so make sure... Uh, you know, sometimes you got a pin cushion to keep your power down so you don't take that extra damage from Vromamu in the power step because the worst thing that you can have is have a model flip uh, and, you know, not even get a chance to do anything um, or activate a character. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of health, as most two points don't, four and four. He rolls pretty good defense for a two-point threat. He's got the three three two 2 on both sides. Um, again, defensive tech, he's in affiliation. Again, he's making that he makes that fifteen point list pretty good. He makes that sixteen point list even better. Um, kind of hard to play at fourteen, awkwardly enough, unless you play unless you need to play voodoo and then you can play three fours and a two. And three fours and a two is pretty good uh, at fourteen.
0: Yeah, it doesn't suck.
2: It definitely does not I... suck. I mean, it might.
0: Work. I don't know. It it might, but <laughs> the. Uh... No, uh, Bullseye is a, a major pain um, these days. I think that uh, since the update, he has become so good that it's hard to keep him out of rosters. Um, yeah. So especially if, if you're trying to kill things, I think that there are three choices that you make, right? You either take him, mm-hmm. who is reliable damage. You take yeah. um, Honey Badger, who is an enabler for your other characters to do damage, right? Or you take Nebula, who is more of a, a a spike damage, right? So I I think that he is the most reliable of those three. So that that's why I think he sees so much play. Yep.
2: Well, and the big thing in like I said, I considered I, I considered the Gamora Nebula package. I considered X twenty three and Honey Badger, um, and I did settle on just X twenty three instead of Gamora and Nebula and or. Honey Badger with X23 kind of just settled on just X23. Um, a lot of that is because of Bullseye and hit. so Honey Badger, you really want to bring Jonathan the Unstoppable um, as a tactics card just to have that option. I in the same thing with W, I don't think this list can afford to have a model that does not count towards objectives. Um I I just I don't think I can ever I'm going to have a low model count most of the time, and I don't think one of those not counting is going to be something that can actually benefit me. Um, th- that con alone outweighs any positive that they would bring to the roster.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Brian, what do you think about Bullseye? Uh,
1: He never misses.
0: It's true. Is that how he, how he says it? I never miss. There you go. You're welcome, like that. you're welcome, you're welcome,
2: yeah. And that cost uh, one damage or one
0: power. Uh, it's pretty good. So gross. Makes no sense. Whatever. Anywho. <laughs> so that's that's character number eight. Who is character number nine, Brandon? character number
2: nine um I'm starting to think this character is a podcast favorite of the hosts and that is a one baron Mordo
0: ooh this guy yeah
2: and I feel like he's uh you guys like him I know Jason likes him I and love Baron. Brian he's in a lot of your recommendations Brian so I'm uh, uh
1: the main i'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off because baron mordo and daredevil shadow and daredevil is basically like saying mixing together chocolate and peanut butter is a good idea yeah oh yeah there's this is just it's just a match made in heaven
0: yeah yeah he um i'm gonna be honest i think that the whole reason that Brian actually likes Baron Mordo is he has a massive crush on Chiwetel Ejiofor, who plays Baron Mordo in the MCU. But that's neither here nor there.
1: Uh, actually, that is a hundred percent true.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's probably the
2: right answer. I, I think that's that checks off.
1: I mean, I've actually had a crush on Chiwetel Ejiofor before the MCU, so ah, okay, it's yeah. neither here nor there.
2: Ah, oh, gotcha. I mean, he's phenomenal. I, yeah, I mean you should like do people not like are there people out i know right i I don't know i guess i'm confused now i thought that was just like it was kind of like for the last like 20 years like people were like oh ryan reynolds is like adorable it's like
0: yeah yeah i i don't right you can hate
2: him wrong right in other
0: news the sky's
2: blue so yeah sky's blue grass is green and dirt's brown like whatever um couple things he brings to the roster uh he's he's three-point threat um so this is kind of the core 14 uh which is shadowland daredevil craven killmonger and then either x23 or baron mordo um again that's a scary 14 to look down at or look over at i mean it depends if you're tall you can look down
1: yeah, J- yeah, Jason would know all about. He's pretty much eye level with the minis, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: we, like to, we like to we like to get down in Charleston. We usually have a lower table for him to play on to make him, you know, feel a little bit. Yeah, better.
0: they <laughs> they're nice and uh, give me the the junior table to play on camera and such so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not the little like, red plastic plates for yeah, you too. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> yeah. like one of those, you know, like those um those tables that like those train tables that you have that yeah. they have for kids yeah. that like go down, like drop down lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. So
2: That's so what we that's what we keep around. We gotta get it out when we know it's coming. So he thinks it's always out. Like it's a, it's a whole ordeal. Um And yes, I do still have to stand on my tiptoes. And yeah, he actually stands on the seat. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, but back to uh, back to baremorta. Um, <laughs> he eleven health, uh, pretty solid for a three point character. Um, the physical defense is scary, uh, but rolling four on energy and mystic isn't anything to scuff at. Um, he also has some good tech. He also brings again some variety to the attacks. He's got those mystic attacks. Um, I feel like his attacks are they're fine. Uh, like he's not in this list to be beating stuff up, uh, but again, he can give out hex. Uh, he gains power on his att- both his attacks. He has pushes, so he can get people off of points. He has hex, which is really good for the rest of our models who just want to murder things. So if you're not exploding your crits, uh, that's pretty good. Um, Reigns of Ragador also pretty good incinerate and poison both super good um at four power there's a chance he can do this on turn two Uh, he can do it on turn two under dormammu um which is if you can just do that on a big this list is really designed to kind of spike some big threat characters um your you know the kingpins your um magnetos your Doctor Strange, Hulkbusters, uh, even Hulks. This list can do a lot of damage output, um, and he's a a cog in that. Um, Being able to give himself extra power if he needs it, again, gotta be able to spend it, because you don't want him to die to Dormammu's leadership if you're playing it under him. But the main reason he is in this is for the Ferocity of Sidorak. Um... Just being able to hang out on a point, range three, still be able to attack with his range four attacks, uh, pay two power, which he's always going to have access to, um, and give two dice to the attack roll. Uh, They suffer a damage, whatever. I don't care about that. I'm here to kill stuff. We're going to die in the process. That's fine, but we're going to kill some stuff. Uh, Being able to pump these dice. uh, So we've went over a lot of the pump, so I kind of want to full circle back to Dormammu and this is kind of the scary thing with that incantation of obliteration. So you can add two dice to that with Baron Mordo, and then you can have one dice from Craven, and that gives you a 48% chance of hitting his trigger. Um, That's gross. Yes. That is very gross. Um, there are other... <laughs> And then we'll get the tactics cards and we'll find out there are even more ways to just add more dice and increase those odds above 50%. Um, yeah, it's it can get real gross. Um, but Baron Mordo, I, 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 in the list building, a couple people I talked to, they were kind of against Baron Mordo. I really think he's kind of the glue to get the job done on both affiliations because uh, he has the tech, the vaulting boots of Valtor, being able to get, if he gets knocked off position, being able to get back into position um, with a little bit of tech, having some pushes if you need it. The four dice trigger on a wild, it's rough. But, you know, if you can get it, golden. You know, uh, we, have yeah, I've, I've found we have ways that to pump that's that that's more.
0: It's well. so like any of his wild triggers I've found are um, just, it's more gravy if you get it, right? So, like, never rely on it.
2: Yeah, no, and like Craven, will, you know, you can add a dice with Craven. Uh, I've got a tactics card or two, you know, that mm-hmm. can add dice to it. So if you really need that push, um, you're better off just getting it somewhere else. Right. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things. It's also just a nice thing where it's just like, hey, I'd like to gain a power. You got one health left. So Let's we'll see if we can do it. Oh, I didn't deal any damage. Oh, I got the push. Let's get them off that point. Uh, mm-hmm. Force them to kind of come back and get back on that point um uh yeah i mean he does a lot and his card i mean the backside of his card looks freaking sweet
1: yes yes it does i
2: think that's uh underrated also if you're targeting baron mordo um you're pro- and that's the one thing too so like some of these glue pieces like baron mordo um even kind of like Bullseye, even like Craven, Like, if you start targeting these guys, you're probably just going to die to the other people. Right. Um, like, if, like, at that 14-point level, if you're targeting Baron Mordo, and you're just letting Killmonger, Kraven, and Shadowland do what they do, uh, that game's probably not going to go your way. Um, if you're just letting the same thing on higher threats, if you're just letting Dormammu, Killmonger, Shadowland, X-23, you know, do what they do, you're probably going to like, it's probably not a good day. So like his survivability has been pretty good. Um, I mean, not targeting Dormammu is a thing that's, that's probably a pretty good play actually, as far as like advice to play against him. Like sometimes you just leave those huge threat characters alone. However, Dormammu does a lot. So it's kind of hard to ignore him. Also Dormammu dies. Like that's a real thing that happens. Mm. Like, like, I mean, he, like the day, the fact that he can daze is really relevant. Um, which is probably, we didn't talk about that earlier, but that's probably one of the biggest downsides of his card compared to the other 6-plus threats besides, like, Thanos is, like, the Hulk's don't daze. Like, there's a point where you can take Dormammu off an activation, which is really good. Um, But, yeah, Barremorto, really, there's adding dice. uh, That's kind of the the minor theme here. We're gonna, we're trying to hit these triggers. Um, They can add dice to Killmonger, Um for our you know, usurp the throne turns, you know, spoiler that's gonna be in the list that has Killmonger in it. Um being able to Yeah, being able to spend power on different models and not all coming from one model is kind of a huge thing. So Craven can spend some power, now you're getting an extra dice. Um now Baron is spending some power, now you have three extra dice. Now Killmonger is like, oh cool. Now, I'm going to pay, you know, six power to play Usurp the Throne with Black Ops Strike. And I attacked first. So now I'm rolling 12 dice on my Black Ops Strike into whatever it needs to die. Um, and if I have any kill count token, now all of a sudden I'm getting rerolls. And it's like, there's a lot of positives here. And it's like, yeah, that's something. And it's like you're thinking, it's like, oh, that's a lot to count on. But with Dormammu, you're having the power available almost every turn to do these things. Obviously six, so a stretch. But I mean, even if you just do Builder-Builder, you're at, what, five, six, seven, eight dice? Nine, ten dice? So you're at ten dice instead of twelve. Ten dice, pretty good. Yeah. And we have a... Yeah. uh, Yeah. And we have another way to... We've got multiple other ways in our tactics to add more dice. Um... So we're we're really trying to take some stuff out and spread that power around um, where we we're gonna have power and we want to make sure that we can use it and benefit everybody and I think these are all models that are able to do that pretty reliable
0: yeah, I uh, I love Baron Mordo um, anytime that you want to punch more, I think that he's he's great um, yeah what, what what do you think, Brian?
1: Baron Mordo really excels like if you if you're set up like if you're trying to fight on like a b or a d map and you just sort of put him right in the middle he doesn't have to hit anybody you just kind of like make sure you're mostly within that three range you know kind of bubble to just be like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna add dice. You can come in here, and then we can all pile in for the scrum. And I'm gonna win the scrum because I brought knives, and then have more knives.
2: Oh well, it's even better because like if you want, if you're playing that whole everyone's fighting in the same spot, now all of a sudden Shadowland Daredevil's in the mix, and oh yeah, he has an area to attack that's going to kill a lot of stuff uh,
1: there is there is zero downside to bringing baron Mordo in this i think the i think the only thing that would explain people telling you not to play this list is that they're on like they haven't played the model very much or that they don't play like hyper aggressively
2: yeah and i have walked away from Mordo's card to go on to the next character but his added on is his add just for the next attack roll or is it for the next attack so for an area attack would you get it on all of them or just the next one specifically Uh, I, I will now look it says
0: at attack it. so it, it says attack but then it adds two dice to its attack roll so I don't know so, but it,
2: if it adds to the attack which means it would add yeah. to the entire area it should
0: attack. add to the whole area or the whole beam mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah it should
2: yeah, so that would make <laughs> so then Shadowland gets to do a coordinated strike drop in hand ninjas who then get to attack so you're rolling five dice, then you're rolling four dice with the ninjas. Now you're rolling uh, then you can add it, make the area attack, so now you've got nine dice, ten, eleven dice, area two um, and if Killmongers, or if Craven's out there, now you can add one dice to somebody uh, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, we'll that's just gross real, gross. real, uh real frank on that and that's uh that's not unlikely to do especially like if he's flipped he's got six power
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: absolutely so so, um yeah that that's the glue of the list uh the last spot um, i'm excited for this one it's it's spicy there's a lot of flex to it this is you know this is the spot that um has changed the most. Like I'd mentioned, uh, it was once a honey badger. It was once a toad. Um, it was once a, it was actually once even a Gamora. Um, this spot came down to this. I, I put a lot into this. This spot is for the one and only Bob, agent <laughs> of Hydra. Bob. Bob. I'm going to go ahead and explain this because people are going to be – people probably just turned off your podcast. I probably just lost you like 20 listeners because they were like, this list is gas. All 20 that we had. (laughs) Yeah, and they were like, this list is gas. And then they heard Bob, and they were like, fuck this. What the hell? And they turned it off. I'm sorry. But if they're coming back, they're going to be ready. So Bob, agent of Hydra. This is the thing. So Bob, agent of Hydra. I'm just going to lay out a scenario. And this isn't even going to be – so you have Dormammu as your leader. You take Bob, Agent of Hydra. You're playing doesn't even – any I guess C and E, anything that has a middle point really, anything that you can walk up and you have a range three shot on turn one after a medium move on a small base, which is most uh, most every series. Bob's always going to want to activate last. So turn one, you get two power on Bob. Bob walks up. He takes a shot. Bob has three power. Bob's second turn, because why are you going to attack Bob, right? That sounds like a waste of your time. He's also going to be on closer to the back point, just hanging out, you know, popping a little pistol shot in, not really doing much. So turn two, now Bob has five power. He's going to hide your pistol to six, and now Bob's going to excessive violence. And Mm. that is why he's here, because now he's going to throw nine dice into you. And God forbid they did attack Bob and he survived and he got extra power. So Bob's got six power now. And we're going to flip Bob over because Bob has to die after the excessive violence. So now in turn three, Bob gets to go again. And Bob can use one of his actions to get another loaded token. And guess what Bob gets to do on turn three? He gets the excessive violence again. Gross. Uh, that didn't seem to take any kind of buildup, did it? And this doesn't even count for Craven the Hunter adding dice to you, or Baron Mordo adding dice to you. He's just going to throw dice into you, and now he gets the excessive violence, and then he, but then he dies. He doesn't die because he never dies because he doesn't have an activated token. So then he's just going to daze again. that's
3: really
2: yeah i mean he's literally here because he's gonna throw 10 to 12 dice maybe even 15 dice we're gonna get to those tactics cards um into your characters he's gonna hit your ranged characters if we're playing uh ease and everybody loves to play ease Mm mm-hmm That's the part of that I think no one ever really reads is before they all other characters within two of the target characters suffer too. That does include your characters, also relevant. It
0: does. It does, doesn't it, Brian?
1: (laughs) Yes, it does.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a fun little story. (laughs) (laughs) But I. I think that that's always the thing, right? Is you like, that was always the knock on him. You take him, you only ever get to do that once. We pretty reliably can do this twice. Yeah. Without any kind of setup, like anything. Like if you're mutant absorptioning on Bob, agent of Hydra, like congrats. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for doing that. Like, and that's the thing. And that was really what it came down to, because we get these two-point characters, um, your Nebulas. Nebula's not throwing that kind of damage. Honey Badger's not throwing that kind of damage. Or Dice Pool. And it's also range four. So if you're playing at E, you can just aim for one of the back targets. Now all of a sudden, hopefully, you got some of your characters out of that range too, um, and you can just hit theirs. Uh, but that was really the deciding factor We we want to kill stuff. He still counts on objectives um you might only get to do it twice uh, but say they bring a hulk he comes up the middle you get your dormammu activations you get your killmonger activations you get your um craven activations and then if bob can throw just even nine and nine you know uh the averages are in your side to get you know 8-plus damage on those two attacks combined. That's without adding dice from Baron Mordo and Craven um, and any of our tactics cards, which are not very expensive. Um, so you kind of have that option. Or you can always grab the loaded token. You know, You can always threaten it. You don't have to do it that turn. So if you're the last one to activate, you can take that loaded token, kind of move yourself into position, and now they have to go for Bob. And if they have to go for Bob, you're in a real good spot. Could it be Toad? Eh, probably. Should it? Probably. Is it going to be as fun? Fuck no. It's not. I promise. It won't be as fun. Um, Bob brings a lot of spice to this list. And honestly, he does a lot. And it's you know I'm ready to hear you guys thoughts and opinions for it because I I talked I've go ahead go ahead
3: oh
0: no I was just gonna say that I I personally think that this choice is muy caliente what do you think Brian
1: uh
0: I say make it spicy Bob <laughs> yes sir <laughs> yes
2: oh and, I it filled my Bob with the
0: chef hat that's that oh hat. yeah oh is there another head
1: no there isn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> i I threw mine away so i definitely don't know of one
1: like i played a ton a ton of bob in cabal mm-hmm. just trying to build up like there are a few things more satisfying to me than like putting a baron like you set up baron uh zemo mm-hmm. right next to bob in the middle point on like a c And then you try to stack as many buffs as you possibly can. It's usually only going to be like two or three. And then you you have Bob play Dark Rain so he can reroll all of the dice. And you fire the rocket at Steve Rogers. And then he just kind of bounces it away with his vibranium shield. And you get kind of sad, but the theory is solid.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's there. And now we get to do it. Like the big thing for me is like, and that was always like in Cabal when you play them, is you get it off once, but like that second one's real hard.
1: Uh, I didn't personally find that to be the case. Um, just because I would like my list was for better or for worse. It, uh, spoiler alert: it was for worse. I played a lot of ways to reload Bob.
3: Yeah, like I, I would hold. Down.
1: Yeah, like I would hold my advanced R and D really late, and yeah. and do all kinds of tricky things to try and get another rocket set up. So I would usually get, I I personally got two rockets a game on average, and I would usually be set up for a third before I would lose. Um, yeah, but it rules. I love it. I love Bob. I I'm a little mad. I didn't think of this.
2: Yeah, um, it was, it honestly, it was really funny because, uh, story time I was, it was last night I was laying in bed in my jammies yeah. and I, this, like I said, I've literally, this list has been in my head for days and I've not been able to like stop thinking about it. And I needed a second, I wanted another two point model. I'd kind of given up on, um, a fourth fork. I, I didn't like four fours with an eight. It didn't seem great. I didn't really want a five or a six. Um, I was like, I need another two and honey badger was the original choice. I moved on from honey badger to toad because I was like, Oh, I want more tech pieces. I felt like three tech pieces, um, was like one too many. Um, as far as they all kind of do the same thing. Um, I know they're all different threat values, which is important, blah, blah, blah. But some of those matches at those threat levels, you don't really need, you know, a tech piece or want a tech piece um, and I was like I'm going to bring Bob a whole lot more and I remember I was just going through it looking at twos and I was like oh let me read Bob's card again to see and then I was like oh okay uh, he can attack make a, make a power okay. and then I was like okay that's uh, Dormammu okay I was like alright so that's three on turn one and then five and then six and then I'm like uh oh that means I can do this on turns two and three uh, without doing anything. And that was really the kicker for me to, you know, really get the, the wheels turning. I didn't have to dedicate any tactic card to it. I don't have to give him any power from anything that's not already happening in
0: the list. Yeah,
3: that's...
0: That's impressively spicy.
2: It is some um, some sweet sweet spicy chili.
0: Well, I think it's without further ado that we go ahead and tra- make our transition to the tactics cards.
2: I think I've only foreshadowed like half of them. So yeah,
0: yeah, it should be should be pretty quick to talk about. But let's let's get started with them.
2: Yeah, so the first one uh, we'll go over because we've already mentioned it, is uh, Usurp the Throne. If you're taking Killmonger, put this in your 10. Um, three power to kill it. He adds two dice to his attack roll. Fun fact, little sub-theme going on here. Yeah. And you just get two victory points as long as it's tied for the highest threat value, which you're like, oh, well, that kind of stinks. He's got to kill the big threat. I don't know in your meta, but in most metas, there's a lot of Web Warriors, which usually have a high threat of like four, a lot of Sam vendors, which have a high threat of like three or four, Um and as you can tell by the rest of us, we have a pretty decent way to kill your Magneto's, your Thanos, your bigger threat items. Also, you don't have to take it; you got nine other cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we can move on. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then. And then we'll go the only other character card that's in the list um, that requires a specific character is uh, the Dark Dimensions, Dark Restoration, Reactive card. Um, uh, It's kind of that. I think if you're playing Dormammu, I think you have to play this. Um, You play six power, you get to bring back a threat level three or less that's been KO'd this game within two of Dormammu. Um, they're healthy, no damage, no special conditions, no effects, anything like
0: that. Yeah, I think so that it, that card is a must for for playing Dormammu. I think that's the the reason for for me would be the reason to play him. So. Yeah,
2: so if they do target your Baron Mordo and you're like, "Well, I need my glue back," you can bring your glue back. You know, <laughs> if for some reason Bob dies, you can bring him back. Um, do you want to bring him back? I don't know. That's really, you know, that's if you're Brian, you, you do. So. Yeah, if you just want him out there, yeah, you know, sure, bring him back. Uh, but it bring, they 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 mark for death your Black Cat and take care of her pretty early. Now all of a sudden, Ugh. all right, well, I'm bringing Black Cat back. Uh, Laura Kenny, you know, falls victim of being the subpar version of Wolverine. <sighs> you can bring her back. that's so funny that you guys both do that at the same time every time like that's not gonna get old i'm sorry um yeah it just gives you that option to bring it back um i don't have the best i this i feel like most dormammu lists probably have a three-point model that's probably better to bring back than i do um like i'm bringing back a Mordo, a craven you know x23 black cat I, i the biggest mis- missing piece from this list, and I think Jared might end up stabbing me uh is no baron Zemo um I tried real hard
1: um, shit, man. baron baron Zemo has no he doesn't have a spot in this list i've I have played a, a he was in the first draft and I played probably six games with him yeah. And I don't know what it is, but he was never able to get in the right position. He was always just sort of like, like things like the, the brawl is happening. It's going down. And Zemo's like often, often like backfield picking flowers out of the ground. (laughs) And it's like, what are you, it's like, what are you doing? Like there's stuff happening over there. Get over there. And he's like, Oh, Oh, Okay. I'm
2: always really concerned because like he only has 10 total health five on each side and like doesn't have a ton of ways to use power. And I felt like he's a character that could easily just been got trapped with power and then died during the power phase, which is like a legitimate fear. um, Yeah. yeah, Like like you
1: you can't, you can only master swordsman so many times. Yeah. And also people know what Baron Stemo brings to the table. He's yeah. been around since core set. He's very like at the forefront of people's minds and they see a fighty list with Baron Zemo and they go, I'm going to kill that guy.
2: Yeah. And Baron Zemo is great. Like we're not, I'm not trying to take anything away from, him, but he does have an awkward fit in this list that doesn't seem to do it because the re-rolls are fine, but he's not doing a whole lot else for the list. Uh, Cause he's not hitting super hard. And again, he can get stuck with a lot of power, and he's also another character you really want to activate last or second to last. Um, And I think I have options that you would rather do that with more so than him. Um, So then you're activating him early, and that just doesn't feel good ever.
3: Right, makes
1: sense. Baron Zemo's trash, and no one should play him. I agree. I'm All glad right. we're on the same page.
2: Yeah, Everybody just yeah. stop playing Baron Zemo. Jason's over there scratching off Zemo from his recommendation list
0: right now. <laughs> uh, That's not my eraser you hear, I promise.
3: <laughs>
0: Alright, moving on. Alright, dark, dark Restoration. So what's our next tactics card?
2: Uh, the next one, the next two are both going to be uh, Criminal Syndicate affiliated cards. Um, so... So that was one thing. So with Bob, agent of Hydra, taking away, you know, another tech piece. You know, we wanted to bring a criminal syndicate card that does offer that tech, and that's Shadow Organization. Um, shadow Organization during the power phase, any number of allied criminal syndicate characters may spend two power to play this card. They must be within two to target those characters um, with attacks, um, which is real fun since. Uh, like, craven has got a range 2 and a range 3, but he can move after both of them. Shadowland Daredevil's got range 2 and 4. He also has movement after his attacks. You have Killmonger, who's got a range 3 Black Ops Strike for whatever reason. That's range 3. Uh, all of Bullseyes are range 4. Uh, black Cat, if she's within range 2, something's went wrong. So... Being able to play this and just giving you that extra tech to make people move into you wasting their actions to do that or just not attacking for a turn seems really good. Um, again, it's situational. It's only when you're going to bring Shadowland as your leader which you know we can do it pretty well any point level but if they want to go big, we can go bigger. Um, pretty old school this card. This was in Kingpin's box. It's been around a while. So I'm not sure if you guys have any insights yeah. on the good old Shadow Org.
0: I haven't played a lot of Shadow Org with, it, with within Criminal Syndicate because I haven't played a lot of Criminal Syndicate, but I played the similar pretty sneaky sis with um with X Force and I can say that cards like that, when played when the when the timing is correct, when played in, in the correct timing window, um, can be very demoralizing for an opponent. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely definitely a good inclusion, especially considering the, the movement after attacks like you mentioned that you have within your affiliated characters. Yep.
1: Brian? Oh yeah, this is this is a card that I also play in my list. If you hit it at the right now, my main issue is I don't I don't know when to drop it most of the time. So I end up, like, holding it for too long, and then I think back later, and I'm like, oh my god, I should have played that, like, two turns ago. Um, but otherwise, this card is amazing. I think it's sort of a, a non-negotiable take if you're playing Shadowland Daredevil. I think, you know, giving all your fighty fighty pieces super stealth? Come on. Yeah. Slam dunk.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's solid. I, I've had the same issue with it, though, as you did when I started playing Criminal Syndicate a lot, is, like, I always, like, I forget about it or just wouldn't play it, and then I look over, and I'm like, oh, crap, I should have played that.
1: Yeah, because it's 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 got to be during the power phase. Yeah,
2: and I think this is, uh, this list especially makes it a little bit more prevalent because when you do play Shadowland as your leader, you're like, all right, I'm going to take this and the other card I talked about, and then it's just, like, you probably take your two... Uh, restricted cards and you know you probably usurp the throne bam you've got your five um then you can mix and max a couple other cards in there depending on the matchup but uh shadow or is really relevant and especially because you don't have to be within two especially like you're like oh but brandon shadow land daredevil's attacks are range too it's like yeah cool but then he gets to move away and or and then the hand ninjas if they're the only thing within range two that's fine attack the hand ninjas I don't care
1: I I was playing a game and someone like threw terrain at the hand ninjas and I'm like yeah cool they're dead
2: Uh, I can tell you right now I played Brad and he attacked the hand ninjas multiple times and they didn't die (laughs) (laughs) like them having two health like that two health is dumb Like I'm going to sit here and say that was a massive design flaw like just all the way around, like not in a bad way. Like, I just, I don't, I don't know whose idea it was to give them two health. I don't, but you know, thank you, whoever you are out there. And the, you know what I mean? Like, all right thanks, buddy. You're like, benefiting from it.
3: it. Yeah,
2: cause and it's like, and I'm sure it's the same for the shield agents, except for they don't have two defense on anything. The grunts have two defense on mystic attacks, which is also
1: dumb. Accurate. I don't know. Seems fine to me.
2: I mean, I'm cool with it. <coughs> I ain't gonna complain. Um, the next criminal syndicate card that I have, I really have kind of just started doing this my own way. I've kind of taken you out of this driver's seat. Jason. You have? I <laughs> you just have
0: uh, don't don't feel bad. I um.
1: No, don't don't feel bad. Just do it faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the,
2: uh So the next card is the which might be a little bit different for the traditional criminal syndicate list, this is going to be Cruel Tutelage. Oh. Um, cruel Tutelage is busted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think this is a card that didn't get enough talk when it was spoiled, and I think it's flying slightly under the radar. This is one power for three dice. Yeah. And like, they're like, oh, but you might get staggered. It's like, cool, but I'm killing something.
0: But you gain it oh. at the end of your activation. Like, yeah. It doesn't even yeah. matter until next turn. That's a next turn problem. Yeah. The game might not even last that long.
2: Exactly. Uh-oh. And having this in your back pocket to use on, say, a Killmonger or a Shadowland mm-hmm. or um, Craven. Or Electra. Uh, no. That's probably the only way she'd actually be decent, and it's still not good. Wow. Um, rude. But yeah, it's like it's just one of those things where if you're just loaded up and in, like, in like the you know fairyland, if you're just loaded up with power on Killmonger, now you can play usurp the throne. You attack once and attack again. Now, how much dice have we added to Black Ops Strike for seven power? Seven, what eight, nine. You Do add, you add two dice when you start the throne, right? Yeah. So that's 11. So 10, 11, 12, 13. That's 14 dice. Mordo adds two dice. So we're at 16. Craven adds a dice. Now we're at 17. Uh, you're hopefully going to kill the model that you need to kill. Um, and if you don't, just pack up
0: and move on if you're Yeah, <laughs> Find a new game.
2: Yeah, Pokemon's real cheap to get into. Um, I'll, help, I'll help you play online. It's real fun. It's cheap. Everyone's got a favorite Pokemon. It is what it is. <laughs>
0: you know you know <laughs> some guys that will give them free cards. I'll give them free cards. Uh, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, Brandon, yeah. important question for, mm-hmm. for our listeners. Who is your favorite Pokemon?
2: My favorite Pokemon is Squirtle. Yes, sir. I, if you have I already knew if the answer to that.
0: So, high five. If you eyes. ever meet
2: me, it's very, uh, very apparent. Um, my keychain has a stuffed squirtle on it, and uh-huh. I have a tattoo of squirtle on my leg. <sighs> uh, it's
1: all right to be wrong every once in a while, Brian. I don't yeah, need Brian. this stuff to of bust, all right? Bringing gen Waters over here. Oh, my. Yeah. Even... Oh, 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 this, oh, the this, the, the, water turtle is my favorite one. Come on.
2: Uh, he's a water squirrel.
1: Yeah actually
2: he's a squirrel turtle actually then why
1: does he have a turtle shell why does he have a squirrel (laughs) tail i don't know man they're not real (laughs) you took a real animal and stuck a water pistol to it real creative nice one
2: i mean he just spits at you is really all he does actually
1: it's two real animals that's gross um anyway Mm -hmm. sorry sorry like
2: what we like man some of us like spitting,
1: some of us don't. Some of us like Electra and some of us are wrong. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: yeah, I think we're all right. I mean so far in like most media, Electra's been butchered.
1: That's true. That is true.
2: It's actually that is one little we can get real sidetracked real quick. I'm gonna I'll make it quick. Like Electra in the comics is great and it's so disappointing when you see her in like anything else. Like, I don't know how they mess it up so bad. And Jennifer Gardner, it's a great actress, but no.
0: Oh, that movie I... happened to be on before the the uh, NBA playoff game that I was watching yesterday came on. And I was like, I could watch pregame, which if anybody who knows me knows how much I hate watching pregame of any sports. um, So, like, I was like, I can watch pregame or I can watch Electra. I'm like,
2: pregame it yeah, is. You did not change that channel. Right? <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: pregame <laughs> it is. Yeah,
1: it's not. It's not great. Uh, it just, I just wish that someone at like the production house would go, hmm. Like, I, I can only imagine leading up to that movie, they were like, Electra Nachios. Who should we cast for that? Uh-huh. I know that really white girl from Alias. Yeah. From, uh, what, like, oh, what yeah. do you?
2: <sighs> Don't get me started. Who has not? Who has not showed emotion in her face in like twenty-two years?
1: Ever. That's just a botox. Don't hate.
2: I listen. I I have seen her in public, and she might be one of the most genuinely nice human beings in the world. Um, she just what took you, a job. It is what it is. Ah, yeah. I feel like we don't need to just bash her the whole time. We yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're the, the one.
1: MCT. You're the one saying that she doesn't have. A, she doesn't have expressions on her face. Well, that's why I had to counteract what I was saying. I don't. want Oh, uh, walking it back. Either. Walking, back. Walking it end. back. Walking it back. Okay. Yeah.
0: See, that's what you
2: got to do every once in a while.
1: All right. Moving on.
2: All right. Uh, so
0: <laughs> that was cruel tutelage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Wasn't this, as, this
1: section was supposed to be quick, right? Yeah. Uh, we can do it. The
2: rest is pretty quick.
0: <laughs> no, nah, we're killing it.
2: So uh, for the first uh, restricted card, we're taking field dressing. Uh, that makes fact, sense with
0: Dormammu. Yeah, Field
2: Dressing and Dormami seems strong. Um, the second one, um, since we're trying to kill stuff, we're bringing Bitter Rivals. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Again, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Disarm, arguably one of the two best cards that aren't on the restricted list um, with Indomitable. Indomitable did not make the list because not a lot of stuff can throw or push size five people, so... Didn't find the absolute need for it. The last three cards are some of the. This is where some more spice comes in. Can't wait. Um. Well, maybe the last two. This one's not super spicy. The next one's going to be Mark for Death.
0: Hey. Uh, my favorite card. Yeah,
2: it's Mark for Death is just one of those cards. Uh, if you can make room for it, it's super good. Um, two characters within five, they stand and pay one. For this round, the enemy character loses, uh, loses and cannot gain stealth. Speed becomes small. Can't modifier re-roll its defense dice. Um, also, fun fact, real good with the theme of my deck of just nuking stuff. Uh, we don't want you to do those things. We're gonna nuke your stuff. We're gonna kill it. You know, boohoo. Your Miles Morales and your black cat can go over there. My black cat's gonna do her things. Hopefully, you don't have Mark for death too. <laughs> um the next is going to be smash um smash also probably a forgotten about underrated card um i'll go ahead um uh, jason if you'd like you want to read it for our yeah. for your following here since I'm so. just talk here. <laughs> thanks dad so smash
0: already, it's an unaffiliated card um it is active So if the active character is within one of an interactive terrain feature that is a smaller size than they are, they may spend two power to play this card. The terrain feature is destroyed and removed from the battlefield. Add a number of dice to the active character's attacks, this activation equal to the size of the terrain feature. It is important that the terrain feature be smaller than what your character is. Therefore, you can't crush those hotels, as you would say. Um, Yeah.
2: You're welcome, but right? you can crush, you can crush, uh, good old Kingpin's trailer. Uh huh. The trailer.
0: Or, uh, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the, the Cosmic Taco Hut.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is uh, going back to um, our Dormammu play here of this inc- incantation of obliteration for seven power. We can roll twelve dice base thirteen with Craven. 15 with mordo and uh that's probably we can run those odds real quick and see how that is on that trigger i'd say 14 dice i think i checked 13 or right 14
0: here. dice that you're only going to roll blanks on brandon no need to i will i know listen
2: <laughs> yeah I like it's really can... hard to like pretend like i can actually roll decent in this game but i can't
1: yeah like why run why run the percentages if you roll bad
2: The math makes me feel like uh, it's just my fault and that other people (laughs) should try it and have better luck than I do. Um, Did I even mention disarm? Did I even like... Yes. Did did we just completely just pretend like everyone knows what that is? You just said disarm
0: and and moved on. Yeah, but... All right, yeah. But we we have talked about disarm several times on the cast.
2: All right, but just for the record, if that scenario does happen, now we're at 65% on him to
1: hit that trigger to do
2: the attack again.
0: That's about as good of odds as you can expect. So,
3: Yeah, it feels yeah. pretty good. Um, 65% so the, of
1: the time, it works every time.
2: Exactly, 65% every time. Um, the next one is card I actually... Um, I'm not really sure if this is good. It feels really good. I also like the art on it. Um, it's Extreme Conditioning. Um, I'm really enticed by moving dormami long on the first turn of the game okay uh, and just jumping up past the middle point and you know throwing a shot at the people on the back line um,
0: i have never paid attention to the art of that card until just now
2: it's great it's, it's very nice. nice art yeah it's fun it's definitely fun interesting uh, yeah, and, I mean, that's always the problem on the big bases, right, is you don't get those huge movements. Um, most of them are small. Dormammu's is medium. I mean, being able to be like, all right, cool, we want to move long this turn, and then just walk up and, you know, hex bolt something. Yeah. And Yeah, it seems seems really good. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be him. With his leadership, you can add that long movement to anybody. Um, thankfully most everyone, I did kind of hard avoid the small movers for this list. Um, it might be too cheeky, but you know, I, on turn one, if I, if you win priority, um, and we're going to segue this, um, if say you're playing gamma wave sweeps across the Midwest, uh, you can get on their back point on your first turn of the game and just have Dormammu sit there.
0: That's uh that that's a pretty big question to ask your opponent.
2: Yeah. That's a that's a pretty big so what's your plan? Yeah. So what here's the Dormammu, gonna, welcome. Yeah. So what are you going to do? So now are you going to spend your entire turn trying to get that 10 damage um and let me get all of the other points or You know, how's that going to work for you? But that is, uh, I think that's a pretty big in-your-face, like, you deal with it, I'm going to play the rest of the objectives exactly how they're supposed to be played, while you try to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do with this Dormammu that's on your point before you ever get to do anything.
0: So back at the beginning of the game, before you played Brandon, um, there was a list that was famous, uh, air quotes famous, um, for as famous as you can get playing this game. Um, that was called BDT um, for big use your imagination Thor um, that revolved around using Hulk to Gamma launch Thor so then Thor could charge the back line so he could charge yeah. the, the back point on Gamma Shelters. Um, so this list, I, I would like to make a, a, a motion that it be called BDD, Um for big use your imagination, Dormammu.
2: I'm not using my imagination. I'm Googling it to see what comes up. Okay, it's it's big
0: oh. (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) Dormammu, I've come to bargain. (laughs) Please don't hurt me. Oh my. Uh.
2: Yeah, I like it cuz my my current name is just Saturn, Shadowland or Mamu, so I'm a I'm a well up for yeah. BDD it is. Yeah, um, I'm in. I'm in. It's a thing. So that's and that's uh that's all ten tactics.
0: All right. So, all right. um yeah, you I I know that you've listened to the cast a couple times Brandon, but the um the uh how we like to do our attack our crisis cards is to Tell us all three of the Secure Crisis, kind of talk about your your selection there, and then we'll move on to the Extracts and do the same with them. So what are your three Secures? So the three
2: Secures, uh, probably, uh, spoiler, Gamma. Oh. Gamma waves push across the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main reason for Gamma is because I, I love my 15-point criminal syndicate led by Shadowland. Um, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be Shadowland, um, uh, Killmonger. Uh, oh God, sorry. And then either, and then you can play Voodoo, and then any of your three-point characters, or Shadowland. Then you can play your threes: uh, Craven, Mordo x23 and then bullseye i'm not affiliated at that point so we're not doing that we have to play black cat in there that's how that works out so if the extract is something you want to play black cat then you can play shadowland craven black cat bullseye and then like baron Mordo. we're x23 um, and then if they're like oh well let's play a high point now you're all of a sudden like okay cool Dormammu. move um so i like to play at both 15 for both affiliations um, the next is demons downtown. Shocker. Um, <laughs> the biggest surprise. I don't know why that would be in there besides to give everything incinerate, so they roll less dice, so I can kill them faster. Um, the next one is a little bit. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Uh, I don't hate it. I like it's Terrigen clouds sweep over city. Um, I said twenty point. Uh, I wanted another higher point threat value. Um, I did not want it to be superpower scoundrels for the F. I I I can just there's too many affiliations that are just going to outplay me on that. Um, intrusions is one that I highly consider, and it wouldn't take much for me to be talked into that. Um, that intrusions is better. Um, however, I do like the idea of twenty points. You can put Dormammu and one model on one side. You put everybody else on the other side, and you just you just battle. Um. They get the poison. Um, I'm not super sure. That's something you guys might know a little bit better. Um. I don't know how the the, the poison. I guess it's an additional power during the power phase. So it, even with poison, they're always going to get one power. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You'd still gain um, the one power.
3: Yeah,
2: that's what I thought. I just wanted to make yeah. sure. Because
1: um, you, you choose the order of the effects. And, well, so,
0: so that's the way it used to be, Brian. Yeah, oh, they, did it there's change? An update, there's an update to the the flow of order, Um. Mm. whereas now you gain the power and then you lose the power every time. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, that's fine.
0: So now, yeah. unfortunately, it is that um, you gain if you have one power if you have if you have no power you still end up with no power
2: yeah which does stink but um we're always going to get a power with Dormammu right and we're playing 20 we're playing we're probably going to play Dormammu most more times than not so we get that and um so we're always going to get power so we might not get as hurt by it as other affiliations will um especially like affiliations like web warriors that are power kind of power hungry um it is also a big thing about these besides gamma two of the three of these are very slow yeah um, we're, we're we're slowing that game down we're trying to well unless you're playing it and like if you're playing against criminal syndicate you probably or you're probably in a bad time if they have kingpin on and clouds anyway but you know, we're gonna to try to flip everything and get them to their injured side anyway. That's nice, So we're gonna to try to slow it down. But those are the secures I have selected for this list.
0: All right. Um Brian, what do you think about those secures?
1: Uh I'm I'm gonna hold my opinion until the suggestion, feedback. like okay. the the feedback portion. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the extracts then. What are your three extracts, so, Brandon? Hey.
1: Uh,
2: extract one that probably will not surprise anybody is uh, fear grips world <laughs> as worthy terrorized cities. Uh, I don't know if you know, but when you're holding a hammer, you roll an extra dice, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, that's pretty relevant. Um, so we're trying to do that. It's also an 18 point, uh, 18 point threat. Uh, we're trying to punch things. We're trying to get that damage in. We want, we want those out there um the next one is going to be alien ship crashes downtown uh, playing black cat playing voodoo you can prevent them to play in the cree core pretty easily and uh, it's also slow this is another one but uh, outside of hammers it's a pretty slow um all the way across really it's pretty slow on all of my secures and extract the next one i have is mystic wakandan herbs fact or fiction hey Um, yeah this is something i think that's went around on brian's favorite source of um, everything in facebook is (laughs) how good this extract is especially with grunts um being able to pick those, pick it up and just toss it to someone is just like, I don't even have to have any kind of shenanigans. Like it's like they're built in, like I don't have to do anything. And again, it's another slow scoring thing. Um, again, my 15, I do like my 15 point roster at 15. Uh, and again, if they want to play any higher, what kind with Dormammu around seems, seems pretty good. Um, and so that that's my extracts. So that's where I'm at with those. Um, I really wanted Research Station in there. I'm um, not sure what I what I would have taken out for it. Um, also, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Research Station is one I kind of wanted to just have that e, but just couldn't couldn't figure it out. But it's probably wrong. And that's uh that's where I'm at.
0: All right. Well, that's a list. And I think that that brings us to our feedback portion. Brian, would you like to go first or second?
1: Uh, Who went? You went first last time, right? I think
0: I went first last time.
1: Okay, I'll go first this time.
2: Sounds yeah, good. You did. Uh, you actually said, I always go first. You can go first. Okay. And then I believe you promptly only had one bit
0: of feedback. Fair enough. And I
2: really enjoyed that feedback, for the record. And I told Brad he should try that out immediately because I like that. He
0: did. I I saw that it was in a group chat that yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I did like that. I like that a lot.
1: Is it bad if I've already forgotten what it was?
0: Uh, it was what ancient was one.
1: Oh no! Yeah, that suggestion was sweet. So I think that it. Like yeah. It. Um, not uh, as somebody who's played a lot of this specific archetype, there's not really that many changes. I. I never thought about Dormammu. I think Dormammu makes a lot of sense. Uh, he does a lot of things that, that like, don't... don't you, Like, he helps you get over that hump. Yeah. Um. One character that you may want to consider... Now, I don't know where you slot this in, but this is a character that I've been messing around with and really liking. Angela. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big like bass... Big base, long move, does all of the carnage things with none of the drawback. Uh, Dormammu plus Angela seems pretty gross. Yep. Uh,
2: also very good for,
1: like, and Clouds, being able to put one
2: of them on each side. Mm-hmm. And, you know, demons.
1: There's, I think like, there's a lot, a lot, and and she loves dice buffs. She loves throwing more dice. And sometimes you can just do weird stuff like walk up to the middle point and put your base right on top of it and say, "Come on, come on in here. You can't walk over me. You can't ignore me."
2: Yep. No, I, I really like Angela. Actually, Angela was in the original build of this. Um, I I really like it. I love Angela as a character, and like exactly what you're saying, she fits in so perfectly with the the dice buffs, the rerolls. Um, and uh, even like the tactics card smash mm-hmm. uh, extreme conditioning she doesn't need because she's already doing those things on is she is she on a large base or a medium base
1: uh she's on a medium base medium
2: base i mean still medium base long mover you're getting anywhere you want at any time oh yeah um and i i'm with you i actually think she's probably right um And it's just more of finding that right spot to kind of fill her in. Um, That's
1: also... Because, like, the list that I'm playing is... It's Kingpin Daredevil. And Angela slots into that very easily. I don't know where she goes in for Dormammu. But there's that synergy that I think is so strong that, you know, it's got to be, you know, towards the front of of your testing bench, so to speak.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she's definitely... I, there wasn't a lot of maybe characters. Uh, she was she was on that short list. Uh, like I said, she mainly didn't make the cut because of her threat value. Mm. Um, it was just hard to have. A, I, it was just, I didn't like the restriction that an eight and a five put on the roster. Uh, doesn't mean it's wrong. Uh, it means it's probably right. I'm just not very good at this game. Uh, <laughs> I, I think yeah, I think she fits in great. I uh, yeah, she's definitely on that short list of considerations.
1: Um, and I've got two tactics, tactics cards to potentially talk about. Um, So the first one is I think I, I like Extreme Conditioning. I think this is one of the few lists that could reasonably play it. I agree. And, and not have a constant feels bad. But I think you're better off playing advanced R&D over Extreme Conditioning.
3: Okay
1: for the god awful uh you know somebody else has priority and flips over cubes and what are you gonna do not pick them up yeah uh I think advanced R&D is a nice it's a nice oh shit button to be able to press when things are bad. Um and once in a while if like, say for example, Bullseye starts to like hemorrhage power, uh, you can spread it out and like get Killmonger online a turn earlier than you would than he normally would. It's also just sort of like, yeah, it's nerfed or whatever, but I think it's a decent card. I think it's Yeah, it's my le- main
2: concern with that was just the um uh... Sorry if you heard me typing. I was uh, type writing down those these uh, mm-hmm. recommendations to make sure I don't, uh, so I don't forget them. But that was my big thing with Advanced Irony is the way it works now. Uh, it's just kind of awkward. Um, sure. and that's that was that's my only concern with it. I, I think it's definitely worth testing. Like I said, my tactics cards are, honestly, outside of like Dark Restoration, Cruel Tutelage. And probably bitter rivals and usurp the throne. Like I think I would be, you know, willing to consider other options for about everything. Um, not that I hate any of them. I think they all have their own purpose. But mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I think that, that I think that's something in this game. Just in general, I think the world kind of forgets about is we don't think about all of these other options. Like I organized my taxis cards the other day and I can't tell you how many times I got to one and was like, Oh, that's a card? What does mm-hmm. that
0: do? <clears throat> that's honestly what I love so much about the game is the, the customization is endless.
1: Uh the other card that I've got on here, now this one this one's a real maybe pick. I'm looking at it a second time and I don't know if you actually even want to take it, but it's no matter the cost. I know that Dormammu is technically where a bunch of your power gen is coming from. But sometimes there's a situation where you're like, I need to hit this big spender right here, right now. I don't care about the damage. I need to make something dead. And no matter the cost, gets you over that hump. You're taking damage anyway, so you don't care about it. it. I was thinking of some specific and it works
2: out really well with Killmonger.
1: Yeah, Killmonger is a good is a good target for it. I think a flipped Shadowland and Daredevil really likes it mm-hmm. cuz it means you can you have the option to still get that big area for a lot less cost. Uh I was flipping through something, but yeah, like now you now your your big area, Demon's Devization, functionally costs three. Yeah, which is... That's half off.
2: Yeah, and that's really, really good, especially when you're playing Shadowland Daredevil's um, affiliation where you're not getting that extra power from Dormammu. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a card I forget about all the time because I don't own any of the Guardians. Uh, um, so I don't own that card, and I forget it exists all the time. And yeah. it's really funny because some of the cards I, um, considered for this, um, list were like battle lust. Um,
1: yeah, no battle lust is a blind trap. Obsession. Oh, hundred yep.
2: percent. It's a hundred percent a trap. And then like blind obsession was the other one, um, that I was considering. And I just forgot no matter the cost existed. And I really liked that especially exactly like especially for reducing Shadowland Daredevil and again that that big play I was talking about with Killmonger when you can play mm-hmm. Black Ops Strike um with the cruel tutelage now all of a sudden if you no matter the cost that costs four power total instead of seven power. That four power you can do on turn two every game with Dormammu as your leader.
1: Yeah, and I mean, hell, Dormammu himself can even use no matter the cost. All of a sudden, you have a two-power like two power spender. It, it, it just gets you online so much earlier. Well,
2: that two-power spender, exactly. But if and we think about everything else that we've talked about with Baron Mordo, he's always going to have the power to do that. Craven's mm-hmm. going to have the power to do that. So now, all of a sudden... Um, and if you know now we have a two power spender he should have four power on turn two so now he can smash something so if we get a smash a size four now all of a sudden we're throwing you know 14 dice for four power off the llama yeah. and then you know miscellaneous power off everybody else but and guess what he still has seven health left if he hasn't taken any damage
1: Oh yeah, on like a I love no matter the cost. Not just on aggressive pieces, but beefy pieces. Yeah. Like if you're like even something if you're looking at like a 7 or an 8 on your front half, 3's nothing. Um which uh speaking of that takes me to my last suggestion, which is I hate Terrigen clouds in this list. Right. I hate it. What, what I hate it a lot. That? Uh, we putting We're putting in Extremus 3.0. Okay.
2: I like Extremus.
1: It's not. It, you can absolutely. You can go wide enough. Like Extremus seems wide. <laughs> but it's really not.
2: Well, in Extremus, you get to play four wide with Dormammu at 17. Or five wide with Shadowland at 17. Um, and I think both of those lists are really good
1: um so yeah Yeah.
2: i like extremists a lot and i that's one of my favorite objectives that i no longer play in criminal syndicate that i'm i'm very much okay with finding a spot for it somewhere
1: and especially like it's just it just makes you a little bit harder to kill while you're also sitting on the point Sounds great. And the especially because even if you're not controlling it, you can interact with it. Uh or no, you have to be within one. One, yeah. You have but you can finger. you can do you can put it on someone else. Yes. Like you don't necessarily have to heal yourself, which is pretty solid. And and like yeah, I just think it's gonna play into your game plan a little bit better.
2: Yeah, I mean, clouds is mostly there for the twenty point threat value, and that it can be a little bit slower of a game. But you no, know, I like extremists a lot. I'm, I've. That's one that's. I didn't even think of that. I was so focused on the threat value, the twenty, and then like the nineteen for intrusions, because that was really where I was at with that last spot. I, uh, I really, I really like extremists. I didn't. I honestly never even thought of it.
1: Which honestly, intrusions might be good too. I think intrusions is a great crisis for fighty lists with like a slow-moving big guy because then you can what? send you can send Dormammu down one side, then teleport him over to the other, and keep killing.
2: Yeah, I think, and I think it's, I, that's a weird one that I feel like the world forgot about. Like it came yeah, out, not me. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I love intrusions, Put and the it's shit just out of like. It. Yeah, but like I, I picked it up and I like I started playing it and like then I started playing criminal syndicate and I was like okay cool superpower scoundrels it is forever and it's just like because you just don't want to play intrusions when you're playing like but it is also it's a slow one uh, and like I said and even extremists is pretty slow mm-hmm. uh, it's not a super
0: fast one so I like that
1: yeah that's uh that's all my stuff.
0: All right, well, I just have two. Um, we'll go ahead and start with the crisis thing. I was actually going to talk about intrusions. I was going to make the case. And I, I also don't care for the Terrigen clouds. Uh, mostly, I, I do think that it's a benefit that you get power when you're poisoned, but they won't. That said, I don't think that it's a good enough benefit that it outplays Criminal Syndicate. I think that Criminal Syndicate yeah. could, could cause a big problem in this scenario. Um so yeah, I think against
2: tides I could just straight up lose to Syndicate before I could get anything really good. I, I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. I I think that you would lose before you could daze all the characters. Um okay. I've been there, it sucks. So yeah. the um that may or may not be on camera too. But anyway uh, yeah. <clears throat> sorry.
2: That may or may not have been for a <clears throat> uh, championship. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not salty. I just got choked. Um so you
2: also apologized to me in that game for how bad I was rolling. I
0: did, I did.
2: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't me. Who could that have been? Check out our YouTube <laughs> channel for that gameplay video. Yeah,
0: yeah. We we did I, I don't know what happened in that game. Anyway, so the case I was gonna make for intrusions is the same reason I like playing it with Magneto. And mm-hmm. it's kind of what Brian alluded to in that a lot of times the problem with playing the big stompy character is that you destroy your flank, and then there becomes the, the character's impact lessens on the game. <laughs> and sometimes you can lose the game on the other part of the board, and Intrusions takes that away, um, because you can clear your flank and then move. And even if you fail on the roll, your opponent placing it on one of the other two, if you're on the far side, getting to either of the other two points is better than where you were before.
2: Yeah. Um, and Dormammu being able to medium move, he's getting to the other side. Right. He can get to another point and still make an attack. Without. Exactly. Also, he's going to have the power to roll again. Exactly. Mm. So, and I'll miss twice. So I'm going back to the back point and then
0: I'm screwed. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I like intrusions a lot. Um, anyway, and it is that high threat value. Um, but I also like the the extremist um, suggestion as well. Then the character, so Brian's just like stepping on all of my toes through all of this. Um, the character I was going to choose was Carnage, um, for a lot of the same okay. reasons as Angela, um, except he is cheaper and he does have a lot of other ways to spend um, power. Um, but the Angela suggestion is good as well. Um, it's just I, I went for the fourth red option instead of the five. Um, yeah carnage also has a lot of health he does he's he's a surprisingly beefy boy and guess what he does he adds dice to attack that's exactly but...
2: why i added him um so because... here's the thing with carnage that i do have a general so i've never i own carnage he's actually sitting i have two models sitting right beside me on my desk for whatever uh-huh. reason those models one is carnage and the other one is she hulk uh-huh. um why or how i don't know it doesn't make any sense but I've never actually got to physically play Carnage. Do you have to take his tactics card? Like, how important? Oh, oh no. I, nah.
0: Nah. I think that his tactics card is... So, It's I think it's less of the comparison to, um, like, Killmonger. You know, how usurp the throne is staple to his card. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it's less of that and more like Magic and Journey Through Limbo. Where it's like, it's nice if you have the spot for it. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, cause like it's good, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, it does do a lot of things. Dude. Yeah, it's... and he's gonna have the power to do those things. Oh,
0: and also, like of... his his one defense die when the energy and mystic doesn't matter for you because you're gonna roll blanks anyway, so yeah, you yeah. may as well be I'm less disappointed by just rolling one blank instead of fourteen or whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: That's the real reason I brought up Carnage.
2: I I don't think I would probably ever roll a success with Carnage, ever. <laughs> like, just thinking about it, I don't know if I ever would. No. Nah. So, if, if you want Carnage on the list, who are you taking
0: out? Honestly, I was going to suggest him, surprisingly, for either the Dr. Voodoo or Black Cat spot. Because I yeah. think that you're doubling down on that. I don't know that you necessarily have to.
2: That that's and that was kind of I briefly mentioned that uh, with Angela. I think that's the spot because I, I'm not sure how often I want both of them or will need both of them. I think I probably only ever need one, and I think it's probably Black Cat. I agree, mostly because of. Actually, it's just always Black Cat because she's yeah. affiliated and she's a three threat. So, don't yep. want can bring her back if needed.
1: I it's, agree. I, I also agree hundred percent.
2: Alright, I need to recap something real quick. Brian, your recommendations were advanced r&d no matter the cost, Angela, and then Extremus over clouds. Yes. Was there another one or did I miss one?
1: Uh I think that was. If it. there is, I didn't write it down. Okay.
2: I don't think there was my I was because I'm putting in the notes on. You can add notes into Cerebro MCP.com in your roster. That way, if you have any ideas, you just plug them in, and then you can save it, and they're always there for you. You can also make tournament notes as well. Would you look at that? Look at that. So Jason recommended Intrusions over. Sorry, you guys. It was Intrusions and then Carnage. Correct. You got anything else? Nope,
0: that's all I've got for you, buddy. Yeah, I think those,
2: I, I, I really like it because I think, even when I said it, I think you guys could probably tell I wasn't super sold on Terrigen Clouds. I was trying to sell myself on it there. Um, I do like both Intrusions and Extremists. I actually don't know if I would be upset with even having both of those two and then Demons and not having Gamma. Yeah. For well, sure. I think enough people may play Gamma that I can kind of walk myself into that matchup
3: without well, needing to force it.
0: And if you decide to drop extreme conditioning for one of Brian's choices, I think that you definitely drop Gamma for one of those yeah. because I think that it, the big attraction to Gamma is the extreme conditioning play.
2: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and that's the, so the current, my current thought is no matter the cost, um, and then extremist intrusions over gamma terrogens and extreme conditionings as a starting point. Yeah. Um, I, I really do like the idea of Angela and carnage. I own both of those models. They're both built. And I don't know if I've ever played either one of them.
0: Oh, carnage um, is carnage is not as much fun as he was. I, I mean, he's still fun, but I had a blast playing him back in the doom prophecy days. Um, Oh yeah. Oh,
1: When Carnage Carnage pops off, he just shreds. Brian, were you there that night
0: where Carnage, through two turns, ate through Eric's entire X Men roster?
1: Yes, it was brutal. (laughs) It was
0: hilarious. I thought Eric was going to (laughs) cry. I thought he was too. I'm sorry, Eric. I love you. And see, now I
2: even like my 15 point better because I can play Shadowland, Daredevil, Killmonger and then like carnage and then craven or angela and bullseye i want both of them in the list now Uh oh i don't know well i mean think about that 15. That, that's just, brutal yeah like think about it if you were just sitting there and someone was like all right cool shadowland grunts killmonger bullseye and then like oh and angela
1: I mean that's that's absolutely the kid from the Simpsons on the bus just being like I'm in danger. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then you're just and then you're looking down and you're looking at everything you've made a decision on and you're just like I don't feel comfortable anymore. Like this is not okay. Like
0: something has went wrong here and I don't know what to do about it. Well, that's a thing. So we are going a little bit long here, so I think that we need to uh, wrap things up real quick so brian what is our next commercial break
1: all right of course this week's comic recommendation segment is sponsored by our spinoff show jason versus jason each week we bring a topic before the jasons and they duke it out to see who has the hottest take but don't worry because whatever topic is discussed jason is always wrong
0: Dang, thank you Jason and Jason for sponsoring our show um, So, this week's Comic Corner or Comic Suggestion I, I think I just named the segment Comic Corner, Brian um, uh, That was completely unintentional Okay, <laughs> um, Dad Yep So, uh, Brian, would you like to go first or second?
1: Uh, I'm going to go first so I can get mine out of the way
0: Okay, if you steal mine, I'll kill you Uh, I really
1: was hoping he would. (laughs) I don't think I did.
0: No,
2: go
1: ahead. Mine's very simple. I picked Shadowland. Oh, there you go. The plate, the 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 book where Shadowland Daredevil comes from.
0: There you go. That's a very good choice. Um, that storyline is fun. Uh, I enjoy that storyline for the Electra portion as well. Um, spoiler alert, I like Electra. Um, yeah. So my... The wrong Wolverine said so is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Who invited this guy?
2: <laughs> I was the, There was a reason I was the last one of our original... Uh,
0: because you dodged, dodged the first two yeah. times.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, I'm, well,
1: I'm the, the like trick that. is you, you got to dodge the podcast appearance because you can't dodge in a, a defense role.
2: Oof. That's true. Oof. That is true. Um, it is. It's fun. It's a good time.
0: Your uh, comic recommendation. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. My my comic recommendation is is Strange Academy. Um. This is the writer. Actually, the writer is Scotty Young. Um. The penciler and inker is Humberto Ramos, and the colorist is Edgar Delgado. Um. So Strange Academy is a wonderful book about um different uh magic users young magic users in the Marvel universe um I chose this because one of the main characters of the team of the of the crew in Strange Academy is Doyle Dormammu who is Dormammu's son um Doyle is great um, he is not evil like his father but could be one day um yeah it's just a fun little romp um the it's kind of like Hogwarts, but placed in the Marvel Universe and a little more goofy. Um, I highly recommend it. It was one of my favorite comic books to come out during 2020 and also during 2021. Uh, the, the comic just really um, kept momentum and, and continues to keep momentum. Uh, I don't have many negatives to say about it, which is important because... Sometimes I have a lot of negatives to say about comic books, but anyway, no, I uh, it's not an X book, and I highly recommend it. So that should that should uh, say something in and of itself.
1: Well, does the uniform at Strange Academy include a goatee? It does not.
0: Yeah, that seems like a design failure. Yeah, I don't know about that. Brian's just looking for reasons to hate. This is just another. Another, that is what it like, felt
2: like. It definitely yeah. felt like he was trying to find a reason to not like that. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure,
1: I hydrate exclusively on Haterade.
2: Oh, we know. It's some of the best. <laughs> <laughs> it is some of the
0: best.
3: Brian has oh
0: Sorry. Oh. Sorry, everybody. Are you alive? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah, anyways you really just go out like that I mean,
2: then <laughs> we, this... like, we have to like kick you out of the chat while we're talking to finish up and this gets awkward
0: we, yeah we should have just ended the the podcast right there brian no, makes that noise the... and like stop recording. this is
1: this is the coughing episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you brandon for joining us this has been a blast i hope that you've enjoyed being on the show um, contrary to your belief, we would like to have you back at, again at some point. Um what uh would you like to I plug in? I, I
2: don't know if I can outdo the spice.
0: This is it's pretty yeah. spicy. It's pretty spicy. Yeah. This, but, one, which,
2: this one feels good. Um yeah, I can throw a plug out here. Yeah. Um So our YouTube channel, Crit Hit Wild, uh, we got a lot of gameplay videos and Video that will be posted shortly before this. So, the most recent gameplay video when this comes out is a great one. Um, It is uh, we are showcasing um criminal syndicate versus criminal syndicate. We uh, took a kingpin leadership versus a shadowland daredevil leadership. You get to see the best of everything, and that game is absolutely bonkers. there is, um, there's everything you can imagine. It goes down to turn six, the last activation of turn six. Um, technically the last activation of turn six, No spoilers. Uh, check us out, give us a like, give us a follow, you know, listen to the podcast and, uh, tell me I suck in the comments. We're all <laughs> here
0: for it. All right. I can't wait to go straight to that comment section. Um, uh... anyways, thank you again, Brandon, for joining us. Um, Of course, of course. uh, Yeah, yeah, so that's a podcast. Um, If you could, once again, please um, go to your podcast platform. Please shoot us a five-star review. Um, Leave us any feedback if you would like to to leave a review. But please, if you do have feedback, we would love to hear from you. Please email us at jtlcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Twitter at JTL cast. Um, please let us know if you have any questions. We'd love to uh, love to be able to answer them. Um, but yeah, to our one listener listener in Mexico, um, I ditto what Ryan said at the beginning of the cast. And uh, because I did not pay attention during Spanish class in high school. Um, Me either. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's a cast. Uh, see you all next week. Follow the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, we know. We know. Um, Brian, Wait, uh, oh, that, that brings me to a good seconds. point. Brian forgot his password, I guess. Like, that that has to be the whole reason that, like, he hasn't followed us on Twitter. Brian, mm. did, can anyone help Brian remember his password, please? Um, if yeah, you could, please ideas? email us at, g- at jtlcast <laughs> at gmail.com so I can let him know.
2: Or tweet yeah. at us his password ideas. Yeah. I I yeah. <laughs> That would be wonderful. Forward those to him via AIM instant messenger. <laughs> Absolutely. If he's not on Twitter, he has to
1: still be on AIM.
0: Right. All right. That's a wrap.
1: See you all next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. See you, nerds.